Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Bryce. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a football free beer Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you. I just saw the closed captioning on the Facebook live feed. And in the intro, it said, buddy, buddy, buddy. Couldn't quite pick up booty. Welcome in. We do have a great booty for you today. It is a free beer Friday. Got a case of Bud Light coming your way in hour number three of today's show. We've got a lot of guests to get to on today's program on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love to have you on uh, part of our chat gang on Facebook Live and on YouTube. We're making our push to 3,000 subscribers on Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. So if you haven't already, subscribe and uh, like and join us with what is on your mind here on this Friday. Coming up on today's show, Brian North will get you ready for the sports weekend. We'll talk high school playoffs, ECU football, little hoops, everything in between with North coming up later on in hour number one. Hour two, Tony Dunn is here. As we will talk NFL, man, a lot coming out of that game last night was billed as a big game, an important game in the AFC North and uh, ended with a lot of injuries and big ones at that. We learned last night that Mark Andrews, major weapon at tight end for the Ravens, will miss the remainder of the year. And it just came out before our show started that Joe Burrow is out for the year. Uh, So Joe Burrow with a wrist injury, that is huge news, and uh, Burrow and the Bengals in some trouble now because that loss drops them to 500. Now they're without Burrow, and they're looking like a team that is going to miss the playoffs on the AFC side this year. Uh, so we'll talk about that and more with Tony Dunn coming up at 4 o'clock. we got to make our Week 11 picks and a change in the standings. I have been caught. Joey has caught me in the standings. We are tied at the top. Danny Bill kind of laying in the weeds right now in the middle. Tony with a comfortable four-game lead over last place Chandler. Uh, So that is where we sit right now. And as I look at it, I think I have a mistake on my sheet. I believe Chandler is 77, 77, and 63. So he is three games behind Tony. Chandler is six games behind Danny and nine games behind Joey and I who are in the lead. Also on today's show, Morgan Ehlers will join us. We'll talk some pirate football, pirate hoops, and more with Morg, the voice of Dottie Ficklin Stadium and Menji's Coliseum. I was able to uh, fill in 
the other night, and I may be never invited back after the Pirates lost to USC Upstate. Mark Greenhelge, Golf Shop Radio Show, will join us as well coming up. Let you know what's going on in the golf world. We'll talk about his Clemson Tigers taking on North Carolina on Saturday. And will Bill Belichick be a part of the Patriots organization next year? We'll talk about his Pats as well. All right. Uh, we will say hello to Shirley Rhodes. Hello, Shirley hello clip very glad to have you here and i'll tell you why in a moment <laughs> and joey is in the house as well what's up joey what's up clip uh i'm doing good Are you doing good on this friday i'm doing pretty well not too bad chandler and jenny have uh, made the trek to annapolis i don't know if they're there yet uh but their trek started earlier this morning so they will have some live reports coming your way saturday on an early morning edition of the bud light pregame tailgate i've been waiting for one of these nooners i like the nooners the Mm -hmm. tough part obviously is waking up in the morning yeah so i've got my wife and daughter on standby plus my two alarms on my phone as long as i can get up i'll be ready to go same here at eight o'clock because i got bouncing tonight so it's gonna be a a short night for me yeah so what time you get done with that uh two i get home around 2 30 yeah uh, and then you gotta wind down yeah exactly. like you can't go right to sleep no can i you? get this because my dog has a zoom me so i gotta match his energy and then <laughs> let's see i go to sleep probably around 3 3 30 all right yeah, well uh, four hours at least shirley Rhodes will be here tomorrow at eight that we can guarantee mm-hmm. joey yes. and i we might come in late so surely i have to run the show by herself can you start oh, the great. show great 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 <laughs> yeah. okay uh, uh we'll be here ready to roll coming up oh great on yeah, saturday hey how about you host and wes hines produces Ooh. no so wes filled in for shirley <laughs> why was shirley gone we'll tell you in a moment but man what a uh, what an appearance by wes hines on thursday's edition of pirate radio live uh let's check in with the chat gang real quick chad says extra crispy bacon jamie says rudy 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 more on that in a moment uh chad hit the like so there is that jerry says hello to the pirate radio fam hello jerry happy friday to you john says let's talk turkey deep fried or oven turkey Mm, deep fried i'm a traditionalist oven i mean i'm not going to turn down either one but i will mm-hmm. be having oven turkey for thanksgiving my so. brother-in-law is deep frying a turkey and he mm. has a special dry rub that he makes that makes it outstanding outstanding girl you knocked me out tyler said next man up mentality in last night's game had to be because everybody was dropping like flies in that game last night keaton i saw at one point had like three carries for negative yardage yeah and then uh broke off a a nice one also had a catch i think that's about how his night ended i'll pull up the stats on the with only a measly five points ub stat sheet has keaton eight carries 33 yards along of 21 and just one catch for eight yards let's get him involved in the passing game ravens Mm -hmm. moving forward it was gus edwards touchdown vulture picking up two touchdowns 62 yards last night in the ravens win over the Bengals. eric says clip is rocking the biggio and bagwell era hat today nice i'm not an astros fan but i did receive this hat in a trade with former ecu assistant basketball coach steve rockefort i gave him a classic like a throwback ecu baseball hat with the e and c on the front for this Astros hat. You traded that away? Yeah, I, I think I got fleeced. You got fleeced. Absolutely. That's a nice hat you got on. But Rockefort wanted a cool ECU hat to add it to his collection. 
and this one is uh it's i think it's the uh like batting practice so it's a lot i like these they're looser fit they feel very comfortable in the head and i've seen the star logo but i've never seen the circle thing going through it yeah i like it so there you go there's the story behind the hat let's get the story behind thursday's pirate radio live so shirley leaves Mm-hmm. For the last forty-five minutes, what? Or well, it was last about hour. an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. Last hour. I left her just a little after four thirty. And Wes Hines comes rolling in, and he has produced live at five for how many years? A, a decade time. or whatever. Yeah. Um, fills in on this show. Has filled in one time on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. That went like you would expect. <laughs> and uh but he knows everything about those computers about the buttons heck most of the stuff he taught shirley fair to that say is, i mean that is, like that is fair to say a lot yes. of the stuff yeah and then shirley has passed that down to me and then i pass it down and it just gets worse and worse every generation <laughs> <laughs> it just stopped because i've been here for quite some time it can't get worse because i mean wes taught me we got you on the video yeah should we t- train you over there too no some you need to learn the more you know the more you're going to be asked to do so right, i'm cool with what i got exactly <laughs> you got to know when to say uh no i'm i, I i'm just going to perfect my craft here yeah and and not worry about i haven't perfected i can't even spell so that is true we're still waiting on you to perfect your craft all right um so west comes in and the segment going into the ECU Hall of Famer Marcus Crandall and former Pirate Morris Letcher. Well, we'll just hear it. So you'll hear the, I think, the end of an ad, a liner play. And then this is what it sounded like uh, going back into the segment yesterday. It's hard to stop a train. Go to DelcorInc.com or call Delcor, the service professionals. This is Pirate Radio. All right, this is our WGHB Farmville, 1250. Oh, that's the ID. Yeah, legal ID. Right after this FM, will be Washington. music. Makes me unique. Is that I think I... I have certain traits, I guess, that... This is not music. ...that is not like other people. I think that I'm fine. <laughs> I knew immediately what I'm this was, Wes, but then I started laughing. Wes realizes that's not music. Now, at this time... Now, this is just dead air playing. At this time, I'm getting Marcus and Morris on the phone. Wes is over here. Smoke's coming out of his computers. <laughs> Chandler's laughing, saying, what is going on? Still dead air. The clip's still playing. What? We're still waiting on something. Some music, something. Dead air. Wow. Dead air. Dead air. Nothing happened. I'll just, so what, what I'm wondering... Now we have more people talking. For all of those reasons. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> that... We'll explain in a moment. More dead air. I got the guys on the phone... And at some point, finally, I'm going to run in here. Welcome back in to Pirate Radio Live. Jerry says, whoa, what happened? Possum said, um, <laughs> this is just a show with Wes Hines. What do you mean, what happened? This is how it goes, man. We're having a show. We don't need no music. 
<laughs> Wes, if you're going to grunt, put it on the mic. We need to hear your grunt. Ah! <laughs> you all right in there, man? I will be as soon as I can get this, uh, <laughs> get the next, uh, John. beds out of the way. John, as assistant associate producer, uh, what is going on in Studio B right now? I couldn't explain it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I was ready to do the live read. Yeah. Next thing I know, it's like an interview type thing. All right. Well, we got two guests on the phone. So right. do you need to do a live read real quick, Chandler, before no, we move on? That's fine. We can go ahead and get into the interview. All right. Well, let's get it uh, to our guest. All right, so that is coming in from a segment, which is usually very smooth. Shirley hit some music, live ad, boom, right to me. Yep. Did not go that way yesterday. And I know exactly what happened, but I also don't know what happened. And the reason why I say that is because we have a software that we use. It's called Adobe Audition. That's what I play the music off of. Well, you can open more than one session. I had two sessions open. One had all the bumper music that we used that because I load the whole show's worth of bumpers into one session. So that was already ready to go. And then I was working on some audio in a different session in my uh, that I was working on prior to the show. And I had left that open. Now, the first thing is there shouldn't have been dead air because there's two sessions open. You pick one, you're going to have sound. So that's the first thing. The second thing was pick one. He hits the wrong one. It's the audio to a podcast. So obviously, oops, I know that that's not the right one. Well, the way this computer works is, is you can switch between the two. He didn't bother to look that there was another session that was open because it's right down here at the bottom of the screen and it shows, hey, there's two of these open. He didn't go to the other one to play the music. So I don't know during that dead air period what exactly he was doing. I believe he shut the whole thing down. Okay, so when he shut he the whole shut thing down and, okay. and then just started clicking buttons and saying he didn't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what happened. Yeah, and, and, and of course, later in the show, he plays a song that I didn't recognize. The one where all the talking's going on? Yes, because he claims he pulled it out of the folder that i keep all the music for the show in we need to have a meeting with wes and i know for a fact that that couldn't have happened because all of the music that's in there has been edited so that i can properly put it the way i want it to make the show sound smooth so i don't know exactly what happened yesterday all i know is is when clip came in and played this piece for me i am in tears i'm in literal tears i'm crying laughing and I just looked at him and said, I'm not allowed to leave the show ever again, am I? Nope, and sure. he was like, nope, you're not allowed. So, Shirley, why did you leave the show? I left the show to meet or possibly meet, because at the time I didn't know if I could or not, um, my, one of my favorite actors from my all-time favorite movie, Goonies, a.k.a. Uh, Mikey from the, show, from the movie, his name is Sean Astin. That's the name. Do of the you know actor. who that is, Joey? Uh, look don't look it up. Don't, don't look it up. Don't look it without up. Without looking it up, do you know who Sean Astin is? No. Okay. okay. All right. Um, have you ever seen the movie Lord of the Rings? Uh, yeah. Is he do you know who's Samwise? No, no, no. The Hobbit. Yeah. So. Okay. So you've got Frodo, <laughs> who is the main Hobbit, and yeah. then you have his best best friend Sam. Sean Astin is Sam. Okay. If you watched. 
He was also in Memphis Bell. He was also Rudy. Never heard of that. Rudy. He was Rudy he in Rudy. the movie Rudy. The At, football movie? Yeah. Yes, the football movie. Hey, oh. Talking to the mic. The, the football movie. Yes. yes. I got you. He is Rudy. And if you ever watch the Stranger Things, which I'm a big fan of, mm. he played Bob, uh, who was Will's mother's boyfriend in one of the seasons and was killed off at the end of the season i randomly watched an episode of tw- or a season of 24 somewhat recently and was shocked to see yep. him in he that was on there it was like in one of the middle seasons he was also in encino man he was also which i kept saying biodome which was wrong it's encino man and then uh he was also in 50 first dates if my memory serves correctly all right, we don't have to go over his whole IMDb. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been in a lot. He's been in a lot of movies. All he- right, so you go there with the possibility of meeting Sean Astin. Yes. Did you achieve your directive? <laughs> my directive? Yeah. Well, really, my my directive was not to just meet him, but also get a picture taken with him. That, I, okay. that was my directive. That's your directive. That was my did directive. Did you achieve your directive? I did, but in the weirdest way possible. Um, when uh, So I had tickets to not only the lecture that he was giving, um, because he was there, he's a big advocate for mental health, and uh, he was giving a lecture, but there was also a reception where you that you could kind of have it was more of an intimate setting it was a little bit you know you didn't have this giant auditorium so i had tickets to both i went to the reception managed to get a front row seat they were going to have a little question and answer session so my i was sitting probably five or six feet from where he was going to sit and i noticed that there was a photographer there so i walked over and i asked him i said hey would it be possible you know, is there a chance that we can have an opportunity to get our pictures taken with him? And he said, well, he said, I could try, but it's this is not the type of event that allows for photo ops. Um, now, if you're standing there talking to him and they're taking pictures, then that's kind of their way of taking pictures, but nothing that would be side by side, that type of thing. And I was like, okay, no problem. If all I get is five or six feet away and they will allow me to take a little picture with my, my cell phone because I had a clear view, then I, I would have been fine with it. So that's what I did. Question: He comes in. He immediately starts talking to all of us. Very nice guy. He sits down. They start the question and answer session. It's about 30 minutes in. And all of a sudden, the fire alarm goes off. Now, we're in the student center at over on at ECU's campus. So we're in the student center and the fire alarm goes off. So they immediately tell us, hey, we've got to evacuate the building. So we walk out. Now, since I'm in the front row, I'm behind the facilitators of the event and Sean Aston. Yeah. So we walk outside. Here's and, your chance. Yeah. So we walk outside. We go across the street because they tell us we have to go across the street, not just mill around just outside the building. Shirley, you're very detailed. I am. I'm getting to it. You be quiet. I'm trying to explain my my night. Now, you hush. So, they take us to the grassy area that's right there by the stoplight. The grassy knoll. The grassy knoll. And while we're standing there, the facilitators say, it's going to be a while because we got to wait for the fire trucks. Be a while. they got to inspect the building, figure out where, you know, what's causing the alarm to go off, yada, yada, yada. So, Sean decides, he's like, you know what? He's like, well, since we're all out here and we're kind of having to kill time, why don't we take pictures? Well, I was standing almost 
five feet to his right. Of course you were. You were probably touching him. No, I wasn't touching him yet. Tapped him like but I did Chandler touch him. did uh, Caleb Martin. But I did touch him. And uh, so <clears throat> the facilitators said, you know, if you form a line, we'll, you know, we'll make it kind of like a photo thing. Everybody can walk up and get their pictures taken. I get my picture taken with him. I talked to him for about 30 seconds. What did you say? Well, the first thing I said was, I am so sorry because the Goonies girl in me is about to freak out. And he went, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, he pretty much laughed. And uh, he took the picture. And then he asked about my tattoo that I had on my wrist. Uh, tell me about that tattoo. Yeah, he said, "What? what is that right there? And I told him what it was. And then he told me about, you know, because all of the cast members from Lord of the Rings got Lord of the Rings tattoos. Ah. So he was telling me about that. And so we talked, you know, we talked very briefly about our tattoos. And then um, then he told me it was very nice to meet me, which I completely fangirled over. <laughs> and then I walked away after my, you know, of course, we took the pictures, but we walked away. And he was just as nice and as very genuine cool. of a person as he could be. And I, it was just super, super cool. Did you go back to the questionnaire or did you leave right after? Oh, I left. Okay, yeah, I would. Directive complete. Yeah, yeah. The, my, my mission accomplished. Yes, right? my mission was accomplished, and um, I got in my car and I promptly went home. <laughs> That's cool. I'm glad that he. Um because you know the old never meet your heroes uh, well whatever. that's what they tell you don't yeah. meet your heroes because they can be absolute jerks and i've been fortunate enough i sean Aston was my favorite goonie the second one was Corey feldman because mouth was one of the greatest characters i think ever in a movie as far as i'm concerned anyway aside from chunk and i got to meet Corey feldman earlier this year at a galaxy con in richmond virginia so i had a, so i've met two goonies and i'm like I'm in heaven. I didn't, I didn't think you, if you had told my 13 year old self that one day you will be able to shake hands and stand side by side with Corey Feldman and Sean Astin and Cliff Brock and Donnie Wahlberg, I probably would have fainted. But so, yeah, I, I was cool. I was asking, what is my life the whole way home? So it was really my cool. Life. Uh, let's check in with the chat gang. Wes Hines, the perfect example of if you, if you don't use it, you lose it, says Eric. Jerry says Wes was dreaming about defeating Joey Chestnut in the hot dog eating contest. Jamie says, feeling hot, hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> Wes finally found a song and he played about the whole damn thing. Well, not just He's that. He's on fire. Leave it up by feeling hot, hot, hot. Forget Chandler trying to read the live ad. He just wanted to blare that song because poor Chandler's reading the live ad. You can't even hear it. Oh, my gosh. Jerry I, says, Wes Hines warns hot dog eating champion. Steve says, Wes, the mess strikes again. Wes spilled hot dog chili grease on the computer. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. Eric says, at this point, it's not on Wes. I agree. We keep having them back. And it makes for Jamie yesterday said, I haven't laughed this hard in a while. Oh yeah! So like, I it, laughed hysterically. It's when I fine. Came in. If he did ran a perfect show, I would be disappointed. Yeah. Like Shirley, I want you to run run it smooth. But when Wes is here, I want the screw ups, and we don't plan these, folks. No, like, we really don't. We couldn't. Like if we tried, Wes would mess up the script. <laughs> so like, this is all organic. And not only that, you know, Chandler is on his way up to Annapolis for the game tomorrow. I even called Chandler and apologized to him. 
Because I felt so bad that things went so far off the rails yesterday. Well, that's his responsibility, too, as associate assistant producer. I told him, I said, dude, you had to sit on this side of the glass. I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to read that from Austin. Oh, he's insulting surely me? Surely Austin Beef might be back on. Oh, tell oh. you what, it could have been back on. What are you talking about? The Shirley Austin beef. Yeah. It could have been back on, but I, po- I got him in check. How? I met Austin in person. I'll tell you guys a story off air. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. Now, you what did Austin know. say? Why what did Austin tell say? It on the air? What did uh, Austin say? People want to know what you're talking about. No, no, no. Austin knows, man. Austin, It's between me, Austin, and Pirate Radio crew. Well, apparently you didn't do anything because he's back uh, beefing with Shirley. Austin apologized within the next 10 seconds. <laughs> And then you know how serious the situation is. Austin said, listening to Shirley tell that story was like listening to my meemaw tell a story about going to the food line. <laughs> you know what, Austin? Oh, 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 get up on him, sir. Oh, 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 oh. You know what, Austin? Oh, oh, oh. You can take a long walk off a short pier, son. Oh, my. Uh, I can't say what I'm really thinking. Jack said Shirley is a queen. That yeah, ease it off a little bit. That's my brother right there. John says he'll be tuned in bright and early. He's cooking a pig at 4 a.m. tomorrow morning. Get at it, John. That a boy. Todd says turkey on charcoal. Josh says smoked turkey, the only way to go. Boy, that was a uh, long opening segment. We have to take a break because we got to get to Brian North. Brian North will join us when we return. Let's see if Shirley can successfully hit the bumper here because it is. Oh, she did it. How'd you do that? I've been doing it a while. You hit the space bar? Uh-huh. Oh, Chan's got an update for us. Chan. Chan says, update, we here. Eric says, Shirley, I didn't say this, but if telling a story is spinning a yarn, Shirley just knitted the entire sweater. You know what? <laughs> I will tell you this right now. You let me have my moment. You let me have my moment. I'm the 13-year-old who had a just a, I was a member of the Sean Aston fan club you let me have my moment Eric said I promise that wasn't every single one of you can bite me Eric said I promise that wasn't me that said that he must have heard it somewhere probably from Austin so you met Spin Austin in a yarn you met Austin bite Joey? me huh you met Austin yeah well from what I, I mean guy come up to me my name's Austin I watch my radio type of deal I don't know if it's this guy I thought Austin was an out-of-towner. Nah, it could be a different Austin. But did you tell him not to beef with Shirley? Yeah, then he kind of like laughed it off. <laughs> he didn't know what you were talking about. I guess so. <laughs> I asked him, are you the one in the comments? And he kind of like, give me a... Uh. Steve said, Shirley didn't eat hot dogs today, so the equipment works. <laughs> well, that's true. I did, not eat, I did not eat any hot dogs today. Did you ever ask Chris for Nope. We'll take a break when we return. Brian North joins us on the other side. Austin from the chat says, that wasn't me, Joey. But but there will not be another Austin messing with Shirley because Joey took care of that. Exactly. Thank you, Joey. I got you. Appreciate it. We'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a football free beer Friday. Back with you after this. Just got paid. I got money in my pocket. 
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. You can take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Jamie says, that other Austin was like, what the hell is this guy talking about? When Joey, when Joey was talking to him. What, you he didn't come at, back up to me after didn't? that. No. No. Nah. But he said he listened to the show? Yep. And then you just started harassing him? Yeah. All right. That's how we keep our listeners. Yep. Come up to me in public, <laughs> I will harass you. <laughs> um, We've got... Austin said he had impersonators. And now we have people in the chat saying, I am Austin. Austin says, I have a whole army of Austins ready to rise against Shirley. Can we not do this around Thanksgiving? Bring it. Can we can we bring it? I thought we one were one hand in, tied behind my back, one eye closed, and I'll take you down. I thought we were in peace times. I thought we were in maybe like a cold war. Time war. to be thankful. Exactly. I don't like this. I don't like uh I don't mind I I think what it is, like if people want to come at me, that's fine. If people want to come at Joey, certainly if you want to go with Chandler. All four. Oh yeah, I have all the goals you want. But Shirley's kind of off limits. Yeah. Although she takes care of herself, so if y'all want to take it to her, go ahead. She'll give it back. All right, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live Line. Joining us, host of the Blitz, coming your way tonight, WCTI 12. He is Brian North joining us on a football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live to get you ready for the sports weekend. North, how you doing today, man? Doing good, Clipper. Uh, trying to... This is a year for us with high school football. Normally, we've got teams galore deep into the playoffs. This is the fewest amount of teams we've ever had, and we have to do one more blitz next week for sponsorship obligation, and I don't know how we're going to do it. (laughs) We're adopting like mad right now any team that wants to join in from outside our area who wants to be part of our coverage area for at least one more week. I think Chandler's Lakewood Leopards might be still alive. You can uh, get those in for Chan. Maybe. We are trying to get highlights of the Mighty Leopards, tonight, <laughs> but they got a tough one. They're playing at West Columbus, who's having one of those miracle years. They're normally a horrible program, but their NIL budget or their recruiting or something, they did well because they're really good this year. So we'll see how the Liquid Leopards do in, um, uh, where is it? Uh, Saragorda? Saragorda, I think is the name of the town. I can't figure out where Chandler's from or the little towns around it. So, yeah, one, one of those. Salemburg? Salem- he said he's from Salemburg. Salemburg. Yeah, Stanford okay. Is where Lakewood is. Yep. There you go. I know uh, Will Bland's Rampant's still alive. He'll, uh, he's got a homecoming game tonight, right? Well, it was last night. They they played. Last oh, night. okay. I missed that. Yeah, the, the threat of rain, and he returned to his old stomping grounds for the second time in four weeks, and a different uh, date, but about the same result. First time they lost thirty-five to seven. Last night they lost twenty to six. Uh. Better uh defensively uh but uh just couldn't find a way to get through that havelock off uh defense which is really really good 
So Havlock moves on. Rose had a good run, but that comes to an end, so Will doesn't have to worry about practicing Thanksgiving morning. All right, Ram tough. The Rams uh, advancing past the Rampettes. Uh, Brian, I'm about, I think after this week, I'm going to go ahead and adhere to your philosophy of not talking basketball until January, <laughs> since the women and the men lose in consecutive nights in games they were favored. Yeah, and... Uh, we the women. I was curious how they were going to do on the road, especially with Ohio State coming up. Yeah, in the Bahamas was that a look ahead game? Yep. No, VCU is decent, but VCU certainly made them uh, turn that into an ugly basketball game, which they won. And the men, same deal. Sometimes learning how to deal with success is the hardest thing to do. And so uh, the men had the same problem. They were a game that they were in could never quite get over the hump. Had a chance at the end, but but no, those are those are both losses that make it just kind of sit back in your chair a little bit and go man, that's not supposed to happen this early when we have all this positive hype train going. Yeah, it was uh, was tough and going to be tough to win without Brandon Johnson, R.J. Felton did all he could to put the team on the back and uh, a big game from Ezra, but just not enough the other night. The Pirates will be home uh, this weekend, at least on Sunday, and on into early next week with the Town Bank Holiday Classic. They got Northeastern at 2 o'clock on Sunday, Georgia Southern 6 o'clock Monday, Tuesday, Kennesaw State here at home. So I've been enjoying the uh, the wall-to-wall college basketball here north. I'd love to see ECU in like a Charleston Classic or even – uh, I don't know, Myrtle Beach, something like that. Uh, but, hey, having them at home is good for the fans. Come out here and uh, see some basketball. I don't ever – have they ever hosted a three-day tournament? No. Or a holiday tournament before, so that's kind of new and something different. So even though it's not maybe the sexy brand-name teams that uh, Mike Lo- uh, Steve Logan used to talk about, uh, it's still a cool tournament, and sometimes I'd rather have it right around the holidays. I always said, for me, college basketball didn't start until the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, was when they started when I was growing up, and it'd be great to have a tournament there, but everybody wants to go to Hawaii or uh, Bahamas or some warm locale like that to get going. But shoot, if you can have one in your own backyard and generate uh, a few extra dollars, uh, I think that's a good thing to do. Yeah, everything's at an island now. I swear I remember as a kid, Brian, the uh, Great Alaskan Shootout was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it was like a 24-hour thing for a few years. Yeah. The Great Alaskan Shootout was one of those because they had rules where you can't go to – Maui every year, there's a certain time period, so teams just like to have these little mini tournaments to start the year where they go to a location It kind of, it's not NCAA-esque, but it kind of gets you in that kind of mode or mindset where you kind of have that idea of what to expect if you do make it that far at the end of the year. Brian North joining us, wall-to-wall hoops on, and we're getting ready for football. We'll be up bright and early with you Saturday morning, 8 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. So, Brian, will try to call you in the 11 o'clock hour if you are available at that time. East Carolina looking for uh, their second straight win. How about the Pirates finally getting a W last week, Brian? And uh, that defense put in some overtime. Uh, just an amazing effort on that side. And Andrew Conrad came through with five field goals, and that was enough uh, to get the win over FAU. I think I said in your pregame show, there's going to be one of these weeks, the law of averages just has to say East U's got to win one of these with an offensive explosion, which I think that about equates to an offensive explosion that you <laughs> they haven't scored many, but to get 22 on the board. And I know uh, Ruffin McNeil always used to say, you want to end a drive with a kick, whether it's an extra point or a field goal. And look, you'll take the five field goals because it gets you the victory. It's not ideal, but it's better than what you've been doing. And it garners that victory. And so, uh, maybe that's the springboard. Maybe they, they can get two more here and, and all those bad feelings throughout the year start to go away and you start thinking about what can be next year. But uh, I know it, it was a big relief because if you lose all of those, you only have a one in the in the win column. 
um, that's that's going to create a lot of consternation. So a four in the win column will look a little bit better if you can get these last two. But again, still have to continue to improve and get better. But love what that defense has been doing. Brian, one of the lowest totals, if not the lowest ever, for ECU football since they started keeping up with this stuff. Uh, 30 and a half is the over-under for ECU Navy. If not for Iowa, we'd be talking about record-breaking stuff. <laughs> We're actually lower than Iowa this week. Illinois-Iowa is 31 and a half. So uh, will the teams get to 31 points, Brian? You going over or under that 31 and uh, 30 and a half on Saturday? I might, I might go under because of the new rules as well when it comes to timing. You know, yeah. that's the one thing that a lot of people – some people have talked about, but I don't know if it gets totally noticed is – the games are shorter. There's less snaps in a game now. And now you start talking option offenses again. And, and even Mike Houston's style this year has been kind of to try to dominate possession and, and lower the amount of possession. So I, I, maybe the over-under is like four possessions for each team in this game. You know, I mean, I'm curious how many times they actually get the ball where they'll get a chance to score. Uh, ACC still tough to figure out. Brian Pittsburgh knocking off BC last night. Uh, 24 to 16 and uh, looking at some games coming up how about louisville is in the top 10 credit to coach mack i asked him what team not in the preseason top 25 will be there at the end and he said louisville so mack uh college basketball guy but apparently a football guy as well they are at miami miami is a one-point favorite in that game uh, other games north carolina at clemson uh, certainly keep an eye on that one. NC State, Virginia Tech, two teams that maybe having better years than we thought, especially the Hokies getting off to a rough start, but they are 5-5, five 4-2 and five, four and two in the ACC. NC State also 4-2 and two in the ACC. So uh, any of those games tickle your fancy on Saturday? Well, first of all, let me say this about Coach Mack. I've never had a Division One coach who actually watched the local news before, right? They all pretend to but never do, but Coach Mack would always talk about what we had on the broadcast. So I always – thought he was a different kind of cat just being a sports fan with that so i always enjoyed talking with him about things other than basketball so he does know a lot of sports uh Big, miami huge nascar guy of course uh mac mccarthy yes yes he um grew up in woodstock virginia which is uh, where i used to work and so i had always had that kind of connection with him and then he was uh was it, uh chattanooga yeah. was that and uh so i got to deal with him when he they play at vmi when i was doing their coaching show so uh, known Coach McCarthy for a long time, and just always he was always just nice and fun and great, and always had a great knowledge of, of all those sports. But NASCAR, that's uh, that's one of his favorites as well. Uh, Louisville, Miami is probably the one I'm keeping an eye on because Louisville wins; they're in the ACC championship. If they don't, it opens up this weird Pandora's box of trying to figure out if UNC or NC State runs the table. Do they even have a shot with all these weird tiebreakers? But uh, yeah, I'd like to see Louisville lose just to create all that kind of chaos to see who gets in to play Florida State in the championship game. Nationally, uh, teams to keep an eye on. Certainly Washington been walking a little bit of a tightrope, Brian, and Oregon on their heels. Washington won a thriller over the Ducks earlier this year, but I like the Ducks to eventually uh, overtake that Pac-12. Uh, Oregon has Arizona State, who they should have a decent time with, and then you've got Washington, uh, who is on the road at Oregon State coming up on ABC Saturday night. So when you're looking nationally, uh, a couple games uh, to watch there. And then you've got Georgia, who is finally starting to flex their muscle now, Brian. Yep. Uh, they take on Tennessee on the road in Knoxville and uh, maybe Georgia's last test until they get to an SEC championship or an eventual college football playoff. Yeah, they're getting healthy, and everybody's already anticipating them in Alabama in the SEC championship game and what can happen there. Only reason I have I know of what's going on with Washington and 
and Oregon is because Luke, that's Luke Schwartz territory, our, uh, our new sports guy. And he is uh, in Oregon territory, but his family is a Washington Huskies fan. So I have to hear about his stuff all the time uh, when he talks about that. That's the only reason I know what's going on out west. With those, but <laughs> I know the Washington quarterbacks had a really good year. And so, um, and, and I know Nishad Struthers, the Havelock kid who's at ECU, um, he's been getting playing time. And I, I've been thinking about all this here towards the end of the year, um, like with Wake Forest and Notre Dame going on. I'll be keeping an eye on this one. I, I'm, call, I'm starting to call these um, um, did-it-work-out-for-you games. So with Sam Hartman going to Notre Dame, did it work out for him? Hmm. Did, I mean, he got NIL money, but did he improve his draft status? Did he, did he further his career or potential any more than if he had stayed at Wake Forest? Obviously, Wake isn't as good, but did it work out for Notre Dame getting him? Did it work out for Nishad Strother going to Oregon? Did it work out for Avery Jones going to Auburn? So I'm kind of trying to uh, – Jaira Wilson going to UCF, I don't think has had a really great year, where he would have been uh, a real stud at ECU if he'd stayed one more year. So I'm, I'm trying to – I'm starting to take account of some of these guys here at the end of the year, and and was it worth it for them to yeah. take that NIL money? And so um, – so those are the other kind of games that I'm kind of keeping an eye on from a different perspective here at the end of the year. Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Brian, uh, as a Washington fan, it is disgusting to see the uh, visiting team overtake FedEx Field and uh, Dan Snyder have to look at that over the years. I'm just wondering what it's going to be like Sunday uh, and, and David Tepper's view with all those loud, obnoxious Cowboys fans overtaking Bank of America because I, I see that happening uh, coming up on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, and it usually does, and it hasn't worked out well for Cowboy fans through the years when they've done that. I don't know what their overall record is in Charlotte, but some, there's been some memorable, game, memorable games where the Cowboys have gone in there and lost. And so there's, there's kind of an interesting history, maybe not recently between those two, but yes, you know it's going to happen. And this is the type of game that seems like the Cowboys are set up to lose, right? When all their fans are going to go out there thinking they're great and that the Panthers are bad, and the Panthers, everybody's off that bandwagon. It wouldn't shock me at all if they went and turned around and, and beat the Cowboys. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Dallas lost to Arizona earlier this year. I mean, it you know, it happens every week. Correct. Yes. Yes. So, I, I, it's you look at it on paper, outside of it just being the Cowboys, it doesn't look like it's, it's much of a game, but these are the games you always love in the NFL when uh, – when, when the uh, tables get turned, the, the Cardinals game being a prime example earlier this year. Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. North, uh, we got the Blitz coming up tonight. Uh, what you got planned for the weekend with the fam? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, this is like the last Saturday before things get crazy with Christmas parades and personal appearances. And uh, we got a couple birthdays in the family coming up. So right now, we. We got concrete. We got a concrete driveway this week. You know you are old when you are most excited to get a concrete driveway put in. <laughs> You've already had the kids out testing it, running around on it, see how bad they scrape their knees, what protection you need to get for them knee pad, arm pad wise for the holidays. So, yeah, that's where we are. All right, big weekend. Concrete, big yeah. big weekend. Brian, we will uh, talk to you coming up. Uh, Saturday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. We'll check in with you then. That'll be our last uh, chat before Thanksgiving. So uh, let me ask you my annual question. Uh, what side dish are you looking forward to most next Thursday? Yeah, side dish. So when I was growing up, my, my mom always made this thing called scalloped corn. It's basically cream of corn with a bunch of saltines in it and some butter. Hmm. And it just tastes great. And my wife was so gracious to continue the tradition by trying to make it. Awesome. I always love me my scalloped corn. But 
but gravy is usually the, my number one go-to choice. Anything with gravy on it works for me. Heck yeah, you got to load it up with the gravy. North, uh, appreciate the chat today. Enjoyed it. We'll check in with you uh, sometime in the 11 o'clock hour tomorrow and uh, talk more Pirate football. Sounds good, Clipper. Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. He'll be a part of our four-hour Bud Light pregame tailgate beginning 8 a.m. on Saturday. We'll hear from Pete Medhurst, play-by-play voice of the Navy midshipmen. We'll hear what the head coaches have to say about the matchup. The Pirate coordinators, Donnie Kirkpatrick, Blake Harrell, along with check-ins in Annapolis with Brian Bailey, Patrick Mason, Chandler will be up there as well. Billy Weaver will join us on the show. We'll have a lot of fun coming up taking you up to kickoff only two more of them folks uh enjoy them while they're here i know this has not been the most fun season but only two more so we're gonna go all out for you here at pirate radio and uh hope that you can uh, get excited and join us and have a good time early tomorrow morning on the bud light pregame tailgate and of course after the game the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show take a break come back uh go over our fleet feet rundown let you know what's going on in ecu athletics football hoops then we got some volleyball going on so we'll uh, we'll talk about all that and more when we return to wrap up our number one more to go a quick check on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck the buck dayton up 75 65 on st john's with 618 left to go this is the champion no this is the semifinal of the charleston classic so keeping an eye on everything going on today in college hoops. We'll be back with you on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Christie's Euro Pub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink this ECU football season. Located in the heart of Greenville and just a few blocks from ECU's campus, Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and late night with live music every Sunday. And if you like brunch, Christie's has brunch every Tuesday, Tuesday through Sunday. For the latest information, check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit them online at christieseuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy a pint at Christie's Europub today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a free beer football Friday. Dayton, six-point lead over St. John's. We'll update you on all the scores on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. Here in a moment, but right now, we'll get to our Fleet Feet Rundown. Brought to you by Fleet Feet, owned and operated by Chris Lunyon, ECU alum. Fleet Feet provides solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. Uh, you can get that great one-on-one service at Fleet Feet, 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for you. All right, ECU athletics update. Pirate Hoops back on the hardwood on Sunday, and they are in... The, uh, the Town Bank Classic here in town in Minji's Coliseum. They'll take on Northeastern, 2 o'clock. 
on sunday the 19th they will take on georgia southern monday at six o'clock and then on tuesday it'll be kennesaw state in Menji's coliseum at six o'clock taking on the pirates so three chances sunday monday tuesday to see the ecu basketball team at home trying to bounce back after a bad loss to usc upstate uh, the other night all right the women's team trying to bounce back from a loss on the road at vcu and it's going to be a tough one they'll take on number 13 ohio state in the baja mar pink flamingo championship in the bahamas it'll be ecu and ohio state monday at 1 30 and then wednesday at 11 a.m they will take on seton hall they'll be back in Menji's coliseum coming up november 29th against the pirates of hampton uh, so they will be uh, and that by the way is education day so that is an eleven thirty a.m tip off at Minji's wednesday the 29th uh volleyball and i'm gonna call this uh a must win yeah they're back in action this weekend it's a must win because we have to beat charlotte in something biff came in beat us in football soccer ended our season in the tournament and now we got them for two volleyball games coming up tonight at six o'clock in mingy's and then saturday at two o'clock so a doubleheader versus charlotte and this will be it as far as home games for the regular season they'll be at utsa coming up on wednesday and that's it for the regular season. Right now, they are 18-9 and nine overall, 9-7 nine and seven in conference play. And another reason it's a must-win, they have lost five in a row. So got to snap that losing streak tonight. Well, not just that, but they're in third place. So they need to win out and have a little luck on the uh, back end of the season to uh, have a chance to advance to, I guess, the NCAA tournament uh josh is tuned in pirate radio outdoors update listening in the deer stand all right thanks for the update good luck happy hunting to you bring us some deer jerky yeah i would love some deer jerky good call good call eric says considering felton and ezra said they pretty much didn't give up state great respect that loss may be a swift kick in the arse that they needed (coughs) um not a news flash here but east carolina cannot take anyone lightly in basketball ever no matter who the opponent is eric says it's a blessing in disguise it could be no it's not it's not it's a loss to usc upstate there is no way that is a blessing it is not you know what do they say a tough uh fall for a climb what's the phrase they use um a a minor setback for a major comeback all that crap no bad loss you were without brandon johnson but you still got to beat usc upstate if it leads to 20 straight wins eric i'll say you know what eric you were right this is what they need a kick in the arse but i don't think it'll lead to 20 straight wins jamie says he has to brag a little bit I traded Mark Andrews for Dak Prescott yesterday morning. This morning, Mark Andrews announced out for the year. Well, congrats, Jamie. Congrats on you being happy that somebody's hurt and out for the year. That's just despicable. What a person you are. How do you look yourself in the mirror 
And we ba- we found out, by the way, that Jamie is a handsome man. Do you see that? He's got his picture up on Twitter now. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. For a um, for a guy that hangs out in a chat all day for Pirate Radio, he's a good looking guy. You would think that would uh, you know. Great maybe, amount of respect for them. Great amount of uh, Shirley on her respects respect scale. What'd you give him? A uh, great amount. So much respect. So much. You gave him so much. Man, I got all so right. much respect. Um. So let me know if you uh, do. I need to pull it up. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Because he's also got multiple Twitter accounts, which I'm not a fan of. Here. Here he is. That's kind of mean, too. He's mean mugging. Ah, Handsome guy, right? Yeah. Tall, dark, handsome. All right, Jamie. But again, how did you... And he says you guys would kill for that trade. Now he's talking about killing. Guy out for the year, killing. Jamie, you need to get your affairs in order, man. I think somebody needs to check that guy's laptop. (laughs) He says, I'm married, I have no life. Hey, I know the feeling. If I wasn't hosting this show, I would be in the chat game. For a Barstool show. Every day. <laughs> Every day I'd be here talking uh, to you guys and and making fun of uh, the host, which happens to be me. All right, Friday Hoops update before we take a break. We got a little fisticuffs action. Oh, we got a little elbow, a little smack, a little uh, meat in your face, arms hooked. All right, a little elbow, a little shove. Uh, Dayton and St. John's. Things getting a little feisty. Looks like Dayton's going to hang on. They're up nine with 152 left to go. It's good to hear. Northern Illinois up five on Georgia State, 69-64 with 22 seconds left. So Northern Illinois is going to win in the Capital Classic. It is South Dakota up 80-76. to on the Arizona tip-off desert division, whatever that is, 40 seconds left to go. Wyoming up 46 to 44 on Charleston in the Myrtle Beach Invitational. Georgia trying to pull an upset. They're up 23-18 on the U in uh, the Bahamas championship. Paradise Jam, San Jose State up 10 to 9 on Abilene Christian. It is a fun day and a fun week of hoops. I really love next week, but they got it going here at the end of this week. But next week, you got Maui, Battle for Atlantis, the Town Bank, Tip Holiday Classic that everybody's talking about. So fun time of the year for college hoops. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Tony Dunn joins us. We'll recap last night and the major fallout that comes from it. Just a some big stars, some all pros being injured in the game last night. We'll talk about what that means moving forward. We'll get to our picks and uh, talk Panthers as well. Panthers Cowboys coming up this Sunday. It's all ahead. Hour two, Pirate Radio Live on a free beer football Friday. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, Tony and I talking Gen V and the boys. Highly recommended. It is outrageous. Hello, Tony. Hello, hello. Yeah, it's a it's a wild show. They don't ever let you down. Really uh, cool to see Dayton travel to Charleston, and it, it reminded me. I felt feel still feel bad for Dayton fans. Do you know why I would feel bad for Dayton fans? You probably don't as a non-college basketball guy, Tony. Do you know why? Didn't they have Steph Shirley says I know. How do you know why? Because they were off to a fantastic start and then COVID hit. Well, yeah, I mean, the tournament was about to be here. Yeah, yeah. They were were 29 and 2. They would have been a one seed. Yep. They had Obi Toppin. Ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. And for their fans, it was a... It would have been a miracle, a banner year, and they would have had a chance to win a national championship, and COVID wiped it out. I was remember. That, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think that's the same year that they had the youngest Antetokounmpo brother as well. Was not aware of that. Yeah, and I just remember because Jeff Charles was sour about yeah. it because he was a huge Dayton fan, and he was very upset that you know COVID kind of ruined that for him. Yeah, they would have been uh, a top seed in the tournament, but instead. Uh, there was no tournament, and that was the saddest year of my life. And we never want to go back there again. No. Tony, how you doing? Uh, well, better than that. Well, are you, though? You're yeah. in the saddest year of your life with the Panthers right now. <laughs> uh, true, true. <laughs> you are right about great that. Great respect. Great respect. <laughs> I do have great respect for you for soldiering through. Ah, no, you don't have a choice. I don't even watch football this weekend. I know. We looked at the schedule. This is a barf of a schedule. This is the worst oh, hey. week all week. I'll tell you what to do. do like to hang men- out with your children? With my children? Oh, like, <laughs> that would be <laughs> well, weird. Uh, Minchie's Coliseum. Fast Pirates, program. 2 o'clock. I went last Saturday for my birthday. That was my gift. And I have invited my daughter to a daddy-daughter date. This is breaking news. Um... I'm going to be uh, almost courtside on Sunday. Uh, if my daughter turns me down between now and then, which has happened before, she's like, no, Dad, I don't want to do that. Then uh, you can. You want to sit courtside with me? What time is the game? Two o'clock. Almost can I, courtside. Can I squeeze the post game in still? Oh, yeah. Man. You actually do have to follow up and watch Panthers football. Man. That's right. Man. Sad. Probably not. You do it live from Minji's. That would be cool. Yeah. What if I just let them talk about it and I just sat there? Just take the day off. I mean, it's Cowboys Panthers. You're not missing anything, really. Yeah, you're right. Uh, is there any chance the Panthers... Can you take the day off? I mean, you guys, you're in the same situation. How do you go to Jonathan and say, look... Nah. We nah, you can't take the day off. Dang. They're signed up, man. Jeez, what did I think? What was I thinking? We got two more Bud Light pregame tailgates and USA fifth quarter calling shows. You've got... Plenty more Panthers. God. You got two more months of Panthers. Oh, man. I always wanted more football yeah. until this. Be careful what you wish yeah. for. Um, yeah. So the Cowboys coming in. Who'd the Panthers lose to last week? Was that the Thursday night game? 
Uh, yes. The so did yes. you enjoy your Sunday? I without did. football. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. I watched Red Zone. And uh, yeah, hung out and did not had a great weekend. Actually, did not stress about anything. No. Uh, yeah, so Cowboys, Panthers, that stadium is going to be overrun by a bunch of oh, like, yeah. Brian I mean, Bailey's. Well, at uh, first, is it's kind of like that every week at, to a certain degree. Oh, yeah. But you know the Cowboys fans are out there everywhere. Yep. The Walmart. The FedEx Field down there? The poor Walmart. The run on Walmart before the game is going to be insane. Mm. I mean, Cowboy paraphernalia. Star. $12 and under everywhere. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, I, and I think the, I was talking to somebody and they said, oh, my friend got tickets. And I was like, oh gosh, those must have been expensive. She said, oh no, they were reasonable. 400 a piece. I was like, what are you talking about? It's not reasonable. Not reasonable. No, they weren't reasonable, but they weren't like super inflated Cowboys price. I was looking at tickets for this weekend. Were you? What did you see? Uh, midsection 200. They're like. 100 i could get them for 180 a piece oh, okay so uh susan dean's big panthers fan i believe she has a policy where she will not sell to an opposing team's fan that's nice of which her. is very admirable she's a season ticket holder yeah yeah she's got three great seats I'm a... you need to get to know her like we do i would love yeah. to get to know you very nice <laughs> very nice lady um and that is that's a lot of integrity you know whatever you want to call it because there's got to be Panthers fans making bank this weekend selling the Cowboys. Well, players. yeah, I had a friend who said that uh, he was trying to make his entire season ticket money on this, this game. Yeah, yeah, by just this game. So uh, I guess you guys don't really want to preview it or talk about it much. Um. Well, I guess we we need to. I mean, we should. I mean, we signed up for it. You didn't sign up for this, though. If you want to bypass this. Now, uh, Frank Wright taking back over the play calling. Oh, by the way, that picture. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Why? I don't give you no Panthers updates when I walk in because it's just dreadful. Every time there's a new update, Wait, it's just He's sad. already stripped the guy of his duties? Yes. <laughs> that is not Three good. Weeks. Three weeks. Thank I you. respect. <laughs> um, really, they're flailing. You know, you're at this point where you recognize that you're starting to potentially dr- that you're drowning mm-hmm. and you're flailing now a little frantically not a f- little you hit the frantic pay- flail just trying to claw for the rest of your life and uh yeah i mean it's just a mess i don't even know what to say is like it just shouldn't be this bad this guy's hat is so distracting. He's got a basketball kind of mask. <laughs> That's on. awesome. It is really cool. Um, so uh, I guess, what does that mean for Brown, Thomas Brown? He is back to where he was four weeks ago. Doing nothing. Just cleaning his office every <laughs> week. Game Helping with the game plan. Oh, that's going well. Um, oh, the, so the picture of Frank Reich, was that real? Which one? Where when he was hired, he had kind of a salt and pepper, dark hair, and then at the press conference this week, it's, it's like white. <laughs> Did you see that? I uh, saw a picture, but I wasn't paying attention so much to the hair. It I was assume just it's a, real. Yeah. Um, With the it, year we're having, I hope it's real. I mean, it really feels like one of those... I, I'm, this is what the Panthers do to you. It's like being the president. You know, you ever seen the president when he goes into office yeah, yeah. four years later? It's, it's like, like pictures of Obama and stuff. Yeah, where he just looks. A, 
young, healthy, and optimistic, and then you're dread. You you know you think the world is terrible. Look lifeless. Yeah. Uh, I mean the children. It. I can't find it. I think I saw it. The side by side. Yeah. Yeah. And his hair is like dark, and now it's completely white. I think it was more just he looks defeated. Yeah. You know. Um, and, and also, like, stinks. what's next for him if he gets fired oh, here? He's done. Like, he, does he go back to be yeah. a coordinator or something? Nah, he's reti- retirement. He got paid. He's not that old, though. 60, 61. Really? Come well, ECU's head coach. Yeah. I mean, could he fix the offense? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, it's, I don't know. It's just it's gone so bad. It, it's like a comedian that goes out there and just bombs. No. You know, it doesn't matter if they are funny in anywhere else in life. It doesn't even matter if they have a funny joke in the whole mess. They've just bombed and they've hit wrong on every note. And that's what the Panthers have been. And it's sad because really is Frank Reich probably isn't this bad of a coach. You know, is uh it just doesn't under I just don't understand how the team is this terrible. And it, I mean, it comes down to a couple of different factors, and maybe there was. This is why winning those games early in the season was so important to me. You could have started out, and it's about setting a tone, building some confidence. And right now, they don't believe in themselves. We don't believe in them. No one believes in them. Frank Wright doesn't know what to do. David Tepper is over there, probably. Who knows what he's going to do? He's fired five, six coaches in three years across two different <laughs> well we programs. said earlier this week he's really good at firing coaches he's just not good at hiring them. not yet no no he's, he's not got the firing at, part down yeah figured it out <laughs> <laughs> figured that one out he needs uh some hiring help and then I, I went to the question well who makes the hires usually for for nfl teams the owner or the general manager it's usually well not you've got like the the old lady with the bears or the old ford lady with the lines yeah, like they're not making the hires it doesn't seem like it does it no you have people below you making those hires but in washington when snyder was there and certainly with tepper like he's the guy right yeah i mean you, who is the gm of the panthers scott, scott fitter oh yeah fitter or who was the gm of the panthers i, I think he's like a very low scale gm like he's definitely not making a head but he does the hire. personnel stuff yeah yeah man i mean look is david tepper is involved i mean and he wants to be this is his baby i think is getting into the sports business and kind of building that mega billionaire profile that he wants to ultimately one day be viewed like a jerry jones i would think do we need social services to come in and get that baby from david tepper yes yes yes. right that baby needs help a welfare check Somebody send that baby home with a dang book bag full of food this weekend because they are starving all weekend long with that degenerate parent. Now, the Cowboys have absolutely blown out some teams this year. They've also lost to the Cardinals. They had kind of a weird 6-3 and three year. Yeah, I mean, that's the... Look, that game between them and the Cardinals happens every year to a team. It happens almost every week it in does. the NFL. It does. And so, I mean, if uh, I heard Brian North talking earlier on the way here. Um, and that's he kind of, seemed to give Panthers fans a little hope. Uh, yeah. Like, the only, really, what he said it in a more, I guess, uh, 
uh, winding way was just this is sometimes bizarre crap happens in the NFL. And so if you want to hang your hat on anything, right. When that's maybe, what you have to hold on to, that's not very, yeah, very no, not, not very good. good. No. I mean, maybe just maybe you hit the roulette wheel and it lands on what zero. Well, the good news is there's going to be like three or four upsets this week because it is a bad schedule with a lot of big favorites. So there's going to be some weird stuff that happens. Maybe. A lot of boring stuff that's going to happen. I know. These games are terrible. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll make the picks uh, for the 1 o'clock games. With Tony Dunn, with uh, with Joey, I forgot. We need to talk about last night, too. We'll do that as well. Yeah. Major, major injuries in uh, the NFL. Chilling. Quarterback, tight end, and other guys banged up, dinged up. We'll talk about that and more when we return. Pirate Radio Live, free beer, football Friday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The sidebar is the place to be this football season in downtown Greenville. Get your team together for dinner on the patio or inside starting at 5 30 Tuesday through Saturday. Or take a break from work and enjoy the taste foods around for lunch Thursday through Saturday from 1130 to 230 and on Sundays enjoy a delicious fall brunch from 11 to 2 make your reservation today by calling 751-0151 follow the sidebar on Facebook or on Instagram at sidebar.greenville for more details now let's head back into PRL here's clip all right before I forget let me give Tony props let me hear it and I have a bone to pick I always have a bone to pick What do you want first? I want the props. Props. Last Friday, you sat in that chair and you said, hey, is C.J. Stroud an MVP candidate? Oh, yeah. And I was like, no. Not an MVP candidate? This team's not even going to make the playoffs. Then they go out. They beat the Bengals. He has a monster game. And I come in here Monday, and it's on ESPN, and the talking, screaming shows at each other at the bottom. It says, C.J. Stroud, MVP? Yeah. And uh, I heard it first from Tony Dunn. And you also said that if they beat the Bills, you Bengals. Would... Bengals. Thank you. Did you say the Bills two seconds ago? I might have said Bungles. Um, the Bungles. Remember my Bungles. Uh, that you would be a believer in it. Yeah. So now we're rooting for CJ Stroud to win the MVP. And we could play it back, and Tony had it first before anybody. There you go. Uh, I'll give What's Joey the credit bone too. To uh, the bone to pick was you calling Lions and Chargers a fraud good game when it was the game of the was it? year. The game of the year? Well, it went down to the last. Okay. There were four games decided by a last-second field goal last week. Okay. That was one of them. My team got beat in one of them. That's right. And there was a couple others. That's right. Um, unfortunately, Tony, there are not any good games this week. No games of the week this week. Even the good 1 o'clock game is not really a good game. No. Steelers-Browns. It's going to be a bad game. Were you going to say something to me a second ago? Yeah, he was. 
Um, I was going to say, I was going to give you a little bit of props too for being that window closed on the, (laughs) (laughs) but we're not doing that anymore. (laughs) You're on the anti Bengals train. Oh yes. And now the Bengals train is off the rails. Yep. So Joe Burrow out for the year, out for the year, out for the year. Oh man. My wrist hurts. My wrist hurts. All right, don't come on. Yeah. He's a baby boy. Yeah. I don't, don't be that guy. That was mean. Don't be the guy that makes fun of athletes' injuries. I will say, though, he did, uh, back in 2017, he tweeted out, uh, I broke my hand again, but I'm going to come back better, and I think he went on to transfer LSU. Hey, shout out to me, too. What is the full injury, did they say? It's a wrist. It's like a wrist surgery. He's getting surgery. Oh, yeah. Shout out to me. Best prediction I ever made. What's that? I got to find it. The Jets-Eagles one? On Twitter. Um... On January 31st, 2022, right before Joe Burrow played in the Super Bowl, I tweeted out, Joe Burrow in his second NFL season will lose in the Super Bowl. It will be his only Super Bowl appearance. He will break passing records, have a Hall of Fame career. His career will end in 16 years after losing by 50 in the playoffs to a team that doesn't exist. He is Dan Marino. Jeez. So far, ever since then... I the, like that career for him. The curse of Clip. Never going He's gonna to the, back lose to the to Super Germany Bowl. by 50. <laughs> He's going to lose. No, the Panthers are going to be sold. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you know what? There's my out. So Dan Marino lost his final game in the playoffs, I think, to the Jaguars. Um, Oh, to a team that doesn't exist. So he'll lose to a new team. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm why I said Germany. 10 4. Oh. You're probably right, Tony. I am glad that all games are on U.S. soil this, uh, this yeah. week. <laughs> Proud to be an American. Nah, this is a great, great week for Americans out there. Glad Thanks for this lineup, though. <laughs> None of them German. Let's show you how we do it in America with all these bad games. All right. Are all the props given out? Props are given out. Let me do a vibe check real quick with Shirley. Shirley, how do you feel about the Dolphins? So the Dolphins right now are 6-3. and three. Uh-huh. They are so much fun, and they can't beat anybody this good. True. So far this year, they've beat the Chargers, the Broncos, the Patriots. The Panthers. The Patriots again, the Panthers, and the Giants. Now, the next two weeks, they've got the well, the next three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. They should go on a five-game winning streak. They got Raiders, Jets, Commanders, Titans, Jets, and then they'll play the Cowboys and we'll be saying, all right, can they beat a good team? And then they'll play the Ravens, and we'll say, can they beat a good team? Wow, they end with Cowboys, Ravens, Bills. Yeah. So all they got to do, really, Shirley, here is take care of these flunkies the next few weeks, get their playoff spot, and then they'll just have to worry about, can they beat a good team in the playoffs? Yes. So as far as my vibe check, at least for the next five weeks, I'm at a 100%. You should be. How about for the whole season? Because you're six and three, like it's good. Seventy five percent. Yeah, that's where you should. Because be. I am thrilled that we're having the season that we're having. Sure. But at the same time, I am waiting for that implosion, inevitable dolphin wet the bed game. Now the good news is, or games up. The good, the really good news is, you don't like the Bills are floundering. Yes. You take care of business. You'll uh, you'll be in Miami at least for a week or two in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, 
So let me look at the overall. I would like to be in Miami for a week or two <laughs> in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, maybe we can get you there. Uh, let's see. You've got the Chiefs with seven wins, Ravens with eight. And then you got the Jags and the Dolphins with six, along with the Steelers. Scary. And Browns. Good grief. Yeah, and the Browns are toast. Yeah, they're banged up. So the Browns and uh, Bengals losing their quarterbacks. The Browns have won without Watson, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Yeah. P.J. a quarterback. Now they got DTR. Yeah, DTR is starting. They're bypassing P.J. Walker. Gronk said on uh, ESPN Live today they need to call Cam. Ooh. They should because Cam, before the season, said he would back up a few quarterbacks, and Watson was one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. But now the he Cam. doesn't have to back him up. He can I just, just be the star. You know what? Is This would be awesome for Cam. This would be great. A city that just said, you know what? We'd rather have Cam than this guy who got paid $235 million. All right, quick. Uh, all right, who leads the league in receiving yards currently? Should be pretty easy. Um, who? Even with a bye. Tyreek. Yeah, Tyreek. Yeah, He's on pace to, what, get 23? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who leads the league in rushing? Um, Ooh. Who? Hold on. Hold on. Uh, leads the league. McCaffrey, in... maybe. Christian McCaffrey is correct. Okay. Thank you, Charlotte. Well done. And who leads the league in passing yards? Uh, Mahomes. Sam Howell. Really? Sam Howell. Yeah. Slinging Sammy. CJ Stroud behind him, right? Who now. had an awesome touchdown pass? CJ Stroud is behind him, and two about is behind him. Awesome touchdown pass late in the game against Seattle to Deami Brown. I like Sam. I just don't like the rest of the what's happening there. So All you right. build around him? Sam's our guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it, it's been a proven year. I was talking with Jason Nichols, who is a Falcons fan. It was a show-me-what-you-got year for Desmond Ritter. He's out. He's not their guy. It was a show-me-what-you-got year for Sam Howell. I think he showed it. He's the guy. He's played well every moment. He's had an opportunity. You know, Pretty man, much. At the end of his rookie season, came in and flashed. Last yeah. year, he had moments. And then this well, last year, year was the rookie. Was it? Right? Yeah. Okay. Was that the wins year? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It Quick was. yes or no question. Do you see Drake May kind of having this type of turnout like Sam Howell or not transitioning as well? I don't know. it. I haven't watched him enough. Everybody loves him, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he should be a good NFL quarterback, I would say. Okay. I, but what do I know? I don't know. Is Caleb Williams still the number one pick? As of right now. He is, right? It's him and Drake, man. Yeah, but people can't really understand what the Chicago wants to do, whether they want to trade Justin Fields or they want to. They're not going to stick I with think, Justin Fields. I think Fields. if you have number one, you have to take Caleb. Mm-mm. Or Drake. Um, Unless... He's some kind of left-handed Russell Wilson. I don't really like Penix that much in the NFL. I don't either. I've seen him uh, towards like 16 to 20 range. Uh, I've seen him with the Falcons. Um, I don't really see it. I've seen a Seattle one where he would sit behind Geno. Well, there you go. Uh, Pete Carroll can have his new left-handed yeah. Russell Wilson. Yeah. But I, I'm not a, I don't know, not a huge Penix guy. Uh, Josh said, y'all want some deer jerky? Say no more. Say less. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bring it on. Uh, Randolph said, Dax, just do another pick. Recover by the Panthers. Not even your negativity, Randolph. I think we get a pick. Can help the Panthers this week. We definitely get a pick. Steve Hill says, give me a name drop on the air. (laughs) Boom. Done. Say less. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You want to get to these crappy picks? Yeah. 
No. Yeah, but you know what? I got to make a run. Let's do it. I'm three games behind Danny. I'm six games behind Joey and you. Question, Joey. Do I'm we not- have Danny or Chon's picks? I've got Chon's. I don't have Danny's. All right. I have 86 wins. Tony, updated in the standings. Joey has caught me. He's caught. So uh, we Slow, are, steady. Been yeah. chipping, chipping, chipping away. Picking against the Bengals has paid off. And that's what sucks. I couldn't even pick against them this week. Yeah. You did tell us, though. You said Ravens. I told the chat game, you know, call Virginia, minus 1,000. Ravens sure. minus whatever. Take it. Yeah. Nice. I would have picked the Ravens as well. Yeah, me too. Nice. No, you couldn't <laughs> have. You wouldn't have been. You can't pick against the Bengals for the rest of the year. That agreement has been made. Oh, I'm going to win the pick them now. Let's go. Are you really going to hold me to that? Uh, absolutely so i have to pick against i have to pick the Bengals every week joey has to pick against you them. sat here and said oh you're gonna you're learn right. son you're gonna learn about picking against the Bengals." i don't talk okay. like that <laughs> but did he say that he was gonna pick them every yeah week? i don't said, want you, your life you go against the Bengals every week and i'll take the Bengals every week so, oh done wow deal. and you know what i he's a man of his now word. your quarterback is jake browning all right speaking of browning the browns play the steelers in cleveland and I'm taking the Browns. I'm taking the Steelers. Sean is taking the Steelers. I'm taking the Browns. First place. We know what's up. <laughs> uh, Tony Steelers, Joey Browns. And now we don't even really have picks to make unless somebody's going to take an upset. And I'm, I like taking upsets, so I'll take one or two. Bears at Lions. Uh, we're all going to take the Lions. Yep. Correct. Correct. Chargers at Packers. Man, you could pick the Packers. You very well could, because I hate picking the Chargers. Me too. Sean and I chose Chargers. I'm picking the Chargers. I am as as well. But uh, they are my least favorite team to pick. Clear. Yeah, them and I hate the Titans. I'm like, yeah, them are a problem for me. Uh, Raiders at Dolphins. Jamie says, I saw on Twitter Danny was supposed to be on the show today. Just another Beal lie. Okay, relax. Danny said he had something at four, and he tried to come in after that. So I think he might show up. So you made him the headline picture of the post. Should it have been you? I don't don't make these decisions. Okay. These are out of my hands. Um... Eric says, so DB can't draft, coach, or send his picks in. <laughs> Unbelievable, according to Eric. Oh, That's nice. a good one. Very good. I'm going to take the Dolphins to beat the Raiders. Yep, everybody is. Mm-hmm. This is a crappy week, guys. This is a crappy week. We're all going to take the Giants to beat the Commanders. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not. We can't beat the freaking Giants. Have you seen this picture of Dayball's head? Uh I don't know, but it I works love both ways. Making Upside fun down. of Dayball. Okay, here, please you show it to go. me. I will. <laughs> it's funny. I'm all for making fun of Brian Dayball. Any chance we get? Chandler and I went Commanders. Tony, uh, I'm going Commanders. Fine, we're all taking the Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It says I can't. I can't find credit for who did this. Dayball's head still works turned upside down. <laughs> I see that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. That is really good. <laughs> One of those rare moments when the head but works both ways. Very good. All right, Cowboys at Panthers. Cowgirls. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. 
again what a terrible week titans at jags yeah jaguars we're all just gonna take like nobody's gonna gain any ground on anybody uh well it's all gonna watch you know what we're just gonna watch the steelers browns game and then go you know what um and we've got three here we've got five in the in the game in the in the uh contest i think we should make eagles chiefs worth two i agree or possibly three let's go worth two i agree okay should we do monday night like that for the rest of the year um maybe well this is just such a bad week but maybe like if um if the monday or sunday night game is a headliner maybe we do that so i'm gonna put uh worth two for eagles chiefs all right um let's take a break we'll come back we'll make our four o'clock picks Um, and so excited about cardinals and texans our eagles chiefs two-pointer and we'll have that for you as well Jamie says it's a division game, Titans and Jags. Yeah, no doubt. I have no doubt that the Jags could jag it up and the Titans could win a game, but I'm not going to pick the Titans to do that. More to go. Pirate Radio Live Hour 2. Don't forget Hour 3. It is Free Beer Football Friday. We're going to give away a case of Bud Light. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes for personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Josh, uh, I'm watching Miami and Georgia Miami up 43-32 on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. He said the unsung heroes of these MTEs are the announcers that have to call three or four different games a day. Hey, and the PA announcers. And the ushers. And everyone else. Concessions. Hey, Tony. Sunday, Grey Cup coming up. You know what the Grey Cup is? Mm, Maybe. That is the CFL's Super Bowl. Oh. What? Can't wait. What? We got some uh, pirates in there. Okay, Tyler Sneed, nice, and uh, former offensive lineman Stanley Bryant. What night? What band that became popular in the '90s when we were in middle schoolish, uh, going into high school, and had hits in the 2000s? Will be playing in the Grey Cup at halftime. Creed. No, this was uh, they a were a little, little earlier than Creed. Okay, um, come on, Tony. I know this. There's one word that I could say that I think would help you. One word. It's I'm, not Green Day. Why not? Is it? It is. Oh wow! <laughs> the, the word was going to be Dookie. Oh, Do you remember the yeah, first, the yeah. album? 
uh green day will be playing at halftime the came back and had another run help me on that one sometimes why mine plays how did man. they land green day i don't know because they are not canadian they're from like uh i want to say the northeast right uh, no, I think they're from I like. Thought they were British. No, they're not. <laughs> no, no. He faked a British voice. Is that what? <laughs> my mind plays tricks on me. I think they're from like they're from Northern California somewhere. Appropriation. They're from Cali. Berkeley, yeah. Cal. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, that I, that used to annoy me about Billy Joe Armstrong. He would have that English accent. Yeah cultural appropriation oh thank god i'm talking all <laughs> which when the beatles sang they sounded like they were from here which is green day did the opposite the most insane thing to me is when i start to learn about actors a little bit yeah they are from like scotland and you're like how do you just cut it off what was the show my wife and i watched what if chandler could just ch- cut off his southern accent <laughs> oh i was gonna make that he joke. does he does a spanish accent oh you right. gotta hear it <laughs> I was going to make a joke about Wes, that he's actually a classically trained actor <laughs> from from uh, Tottenham, <laughs> and uh, it's very proper. But yeah, like my wife uh, was like, have you seen the interview with so-and-so, an actor we saw in a, a show we liked? And I was like, no. And I watched it, and I feel like they're lying to me. Yeah. Like, this, is, this guy's Australian? Are you acting now? <laughs> now, which guy was that? I don't know, and it's bugging me, but it blew what my show? mind. What show I is it? I can't remember, Shirley. I tell oh. you, the thing that really amazes me and shows me the talent is when they can turn that off when they sing in these shows. Uh, yeah, true. Right. Uh, also, um, the guy that played House on that, that TV show House. Don't say it. He has an American accent oh, okay. in the show, but he's actually British. Yeah. Did not know that. Every one of these. There's a lot of Brits. When me and uh, Hager lived in Wellingham, then the the ESPN movie The Junction Boys came out, okay, and it was like Bear Bryant's first team or whatever. And I learned that like all the all the the actors in there for the most part were Australians, and how like easy it is to go from Australian to like country hick voice. <laughs> it's it was really it was interesting to me. All right, moving on. This is what happens when we have terrible games to pick. Guess what? That was an awesome conversation. I have fun. Cardinals at Texans. Dookie. No. <laughs> this is actually a good game. How? Well, Cardinals have Murray back. Oh, yeah. So that, oh, they won that, last week, Yeah, right? it makes them a little bit more interesting. And the Texans have been a good story and a really good team overall this year. Other right. than losing to the Panthers. I'm calling this a fraud good game. Too. Fraud good game. <laughs> and I'm taking the Texans just like everybody is. Yeah, probably. This would be I mean, one the that they can win this game. I know this would be one where they slip up, where everybody's talking MVP, Stroud, uh, playoff team, Texans. The more I talk about it, the more I want to take know, the Cardinals. Me too. The more you say it, let's do it. We'll do it together. One, two, three. No, take the Cardinals, please. Clip. Let's take do the it. Cardinals. Let's do it. You want to do it, the Cardinals? Let's do it. All right, I'm in. Yes, that was fun. <laughs> For that one moment, uh, Chandler and I got the Texans. Suckers. <laughs> Y'all are just front runners, man. Bucks at 49ers. Give me the Bucks. Yeah, right. No, I got to take the Niners here. Yeah, 49ers. They're making their You know, I, I gave you guys I was I gave you guys props in my head last weekend when I said when you guys stuck to your 49er. Oh yeah. Super Bowl pick and I was making fun of you. You picked then, the Jags, didn't you? No, no, I picked the 49ers. Somebody picked I just the Jags. thought that it's, it's oh, the 49ers might get be getting out of slump. <clears throat> 
All right, Jets at Bills. All right, so I just want to preface this. The Jets have the voodoo on the Bills. They beat them already this year. The Bills are in a free fall. I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. Yeah. The Bills aren't bad. It's just, man, it's, they just have some moments where they've turned the ball. You know, they've self-imploded. I'm taking the Bills. Chandler is taking the Jets. Yeah. Wow. Oh, boy, John. Make it interesting. All right, Tony, you said this would be a good game. Could be, yeah. Seahawks at Rams. I believe Stafford's playing, right? So, What was wrong with them? Elbow? I, old man disease. Uh, None of the kids know his name. His wife was beefing Blueface. I don't know what any of that means. His wife had beef with Blueface, the rapper. Oh, that's right, because of the strippers. Yeah, strippers Why is there a person pops. named Blueface? I know. I thought Blueface, that, that was baby. a new uh, used to play quarterback for way of making fun of like Smurfs or something. Not kidding. Is it a guy? He's a rapper. Played for who? Fable State, quarterback. Oh, okay. Did not know that. Yeah. wonder was, where Blueface came from. Uh, he likes Blueface's. What is that? Uh, $100 bill. Huh. I'm crying. Man, we're really working hard to come up with new names for C-Notes. This is why we keep Joey around, to keep us young. Thank you, Joey. She was complaining because her kids were watching strippers. Yeah, his box loaded with strippers. While he was proposing? Oh, yeah. He did propose in that box as well while the strippers (laughs) were twerking. They were twerking, (laughs) and and she was upset about it? No, I think she was crying because she was happy he was proposing. No, No, Stafford's wife. Oh, yeah, she was upset. She's like, there's no place for that in football games and stuff like that. Blueface has been. I tend to agree. Blueface has been getting invited to the Rams games and getting boxes and doing that crazy stuff longer than But the if Rams. you pay for the box, I, I mean, I, mean I feel like you get to do what you want in the yeah. box. He's like, been doing that since before Stafford was a Ram. Don't put the camera on the box. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're like, the cameraman's like. <laughs> <laughs> no, he forgot he was operating a camera. He thought he was just looking yeah, at it. Yeah, his eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on that note, you know what? That kind of makes me want to take the Rams. The Blueface story. Uh, Why? Why does that help them? <laughs> How does that help them? I mean, I'm taking he, he the Seahawks. He won't be there this weekend. Because Gino Smith will be looking at the box. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of lost look on his face. Man, I have... I'm taking the Seahawks. I don't know why. Some of y'all out there will enjoy my tweets. Some of y'all can't stand them. That's fine. But for the people that enjoy them, I had a great one coming up Sunday afternoon, Sunday night. I had already downloaded the GIF of... Uh, from the stand video Eminem where he's writing on the paper and I, I was going to say dear Gino I wrote but you still ain't calling and Washington lost I'm sorry you guys didn't get to see that amazing tweet by me mm. I don't know why I'm taking the Rams but I am who y'all taking Seahawks taking the Seahawks and so is Chandler Joey may catch me this week he already caught you. True. Vikings at Bronx. This is actually a tough one to pick. Are you... F- Not tough at all. How Josh about, Dobbs all the way. I mean, so when the Vikings have Cousins and Jefferson, they can't win a game. You give them Dobbs and... Well, they can win a game. Well, they started 0-3 with those guys. Yeah, but then they went to 1-3 when they beat the Panthers. <laughs> so, all right there is a team out there they can be i stand correct um yeah and i guess russell wilson isn't the primo problems of this team but He's the not Bro- josh Dobbs. but the broncos defense has been playing a lot better ever since that 
seventy burger from Miami. Let me check something. It's a hard game to pick. Let me check. Jaquan McMillan. I got a. I might have a take here. Might have a take. Let's see. Browns at home. Texans winnable. Chargers winnable. They'll lose the lines. Broncos are about to go on a run. Give me the Broncos. Broncos got something cooking. Whipping, whipping something up in that kitchen. I think so. They haven't looked good though. Chandler either. and I. I know. Vikings. <laughs> I'm gonna go Vikings too. Okay. I know you're probably gonna get this one. This Dobbs thing has to end, man. Why? He's here. He's good. Oh yeah. He's been good his whole career, to be honest. He has not. Yes, he has. That is he a just myth. never got to play. That is a myth you made up, Tony. I've watched him in the preseason each year. And I know you've good. been a fan of him for a long time, A, because of his alopecia, yeah, and B, because he's like a genius. And C, he, I, got, I just hooked on to these two players out of Tennessee that year, and he was with Kamara. So that's uh, kind of like the Dobbs Kamara connection that I, so I've kind of just followed those guys since that moment because those were coach got punked a little bit over the weekend. Why? What happened? Missouri head coach uh, shook his hand and very quickly said, "We stand on business over here," and then walked away. What does that mean? Hey, it's just like one of the things the kids say nowadays. Like they, how do you how do you say? It? I guess I, they deal with their mess. I don't know. Like I don't. Yeah. Josh Dobbs career thirteen touchdowns, eight picks. He's 62% passing. He just hasn't played. That's lower than Cam. <laughs> well, he, lower than an MVP? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's lower than Joe Montana. Wow. And John, uh, higher than John Elway. <laughs> um, this game is worth two points, guys. Eagles at Chiefs. Have the Eagles gone I on the road? I want Eagles retribution here. Yeah. That's what I'm going. I'm Eagles, going and they're coming off a bye. I'm going Eagles. Yep. Have the Eagles gone and beaten? Uh, oh, they beat just about everybody. They're eight and one. Taylor Swift's not going to be there either. So I think no? it's an easy Eagles win. Yeah. Oh, their only loss was that screw up at the Jets. Have they gone on the road and beat somebody good? Patriots are not good. Bucks are not good. How have they had such an easy schedule? Rams are decent. Commanders are not good. This is their first real road test. I'm going to take the Chiefs, man. Uh, Y'all got the Eagles. How about Chandler? Eagles. I might be way back in the standings after I this week. So. You, you're very different, so you could either take a huge lead. Or... Hey, you said it right. I'm different. I'm Kids different. got a cooler way of saying that. They have to. Saying what? Neek. That's what we call it. Neek. What are you saying? Unique? Unique. Yeah. Uh, That's my new kid way of saying neat. Did you make that up? Yeah, just right now. You made it up? Yeah. All right. Unique. Neat. I'm going with it, Tony, just because you made it up. No, that's... Never mind. Keep saying that. Did someone already say... Oh, is that not a good thing? (laughs) Is neat? No, neat is a... It's a... There's that word? It's a soft insult in the UK. (laughs) 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 Do you know in the third third century China, neat meant... A eunuch. <laughs> so, so Tony's gonna meet a guy at a bar that like, he thinks is cool, like, and he's from over there, and he's gonna say, "Man, you're pretty, you're neat." No, and it's, that guy's gonna punch you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fair enough. What is he gonna call me then? A uh, bloody. Uh, 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 bl- wanker. Wanker. Yeah. yeah. Wanker. Yeah. Wanker. Joe, you're a wank star. 
thanks Joey. i just insulted you in the early 2000s 50 <laughs> cents what if we just start talking to joey and all that wait that's how we already do it <laughs> never mind you guys already abused me enough off camera uh, tony thank you for hanging out thank you it was um, neat. sorry to uh talk about the panthers on sunday what's the game of the week i don't think we decided that one eagles chiefs what are you talking about we have a two-point game yeah. <laughs> where are you at well that was because we had to. he ain't neat but that's no. nah. te- te- technically, that game's next week. Rizless. Um, Sunday. Sunday games. There is no game of the week. Steelers-Browns, I guess. It's Cardinals. It's a Texans. terrible week. It's one of the worst it's weeks Seahawks, I've ever looked Rams. It isn't. It can't be. Unless Blueface is there. This is a Rizless week. All right. We got, no, I got to put a stop to it at some point. <laughs> We'll take a break. Come back. Uh, we got our Bud Light giveaway. Give away a case to one of you unique listeners. And uh, we'll talk to Morgan Aylers when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Friday. C3 postgame show coming up Sunday. Check it out with Tony and the crew. Back with you after this. Go check those neeks out. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. And coming soon on Greenville Boulevard, or actually not coming soon, it's open now on Greenville Boulevard in the old Pizza Inn location. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Flip. All right, Chandler checking in from the Airbnb in Annapolis. Guess what he's watching on TV? Pirate Radio Live. Us. How cool is that? Chandler, I see that Febreze uh, on the table. You already uh, go to town and there to drop this thank you one. We shouldn't say anymore. What? But I do need to talk to Chandler and Jenny. Uh, uh, we'll move on. We'll move on. We'll move on. All right. Uh, the U Miami taking it to Georgia right now. It is sixty-two forty-four. 9.30 left to go in the game as they are down in the Bahamas. Uh, other scores, uh, Houston trailed Utah early, but now Houston has come back to take a 24-20 lead, 7.22 left to go. First half of that one. That one. Notre Dame up 29-23 on Oklahoma State. Javon Small, two points, two rebounds, two assists so far for the Cowboys. Uh, so those games going on now. A lot of games coming up later on tonight on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. Da Buck. Morgan Aylers joins us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Morgan, how you doing on this Friday? Good afternoon, Clinton Brock, Shirley Rhodes, everybody there at Pirate Radio. It's a beautiful day here in eastern North Carolina. A few clouds, chance of rain, 30%. High school games move to Thursday night because they're a bunch of wimps. You don't play football because of that, you go out there and play football, so it's okay. I'm having a great night. How are you? 
doing great thank you morgan uh great report by the way uh morgan uh the voice of daddy ficklin stadium and Menchie's coliseum i filled in for morgan and and whoever else i think i'm eighth on the depth chart there uh the other night in Menchie's and uh, bad loss for the pirates really hope they could get that one against usc upstate brandon johnson did not play so you've got that factor but man that was a frustrating one mike schwartz talked about it afterwards morgan just too many careless turnovers early for the pirates and they got down double digits had to play catch up of course they did like they always do uh but did not do enough at the end to win it yeah, I actually watched the game and uh, heard your your golden tenor voice on the on the PA. Was proud of you. you did a great job. But uh, Thanks, yeah, you know, it's one of those things that you, you really can't take anybody for granted these days in college basketball with the transfer rule and the transfer portal. And uh, I think they had three or four guys that were transferred in from D one schools playing for USC Upstate, and you know they they were hot. They shot the ball extremely well, and they made some tough shots. And you got to give them credit, but. That's a game East Carolina now at this stage can't afford to lose and shouldn't be losing. And hopefully that'll be a, a, a one-off deal and they can rebound uh, on Sunday against Northeastern. And, uh, yeah, a lot of rebound opportunities because they'll play Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Morgan, in the Town Bank Holiday Classic. Pretty cool deal. I remember when Mike Schwartz joined us, uh, boy, a while back, we were talking about um, these MTEs, these tournaments, and he said, hey, you, you think fans will get on board with a, an event hosted here at Menji's? And I said, heck yeah, yeah, we'll be there. Let's do it. And uh, sure enough, that is on the schedule for this year, Morgan. And uh, we were talking earlier in the week, and I don't remember who. Uh, it, it wasn't Cy. It was somebody else. But uh, this is uh, unique, right? This is the first time I can remember something like, oh, it might have been Brian North. Something like this uh, for the first time in Greenville that I can remember. Yeah, I, I can't remember anything. This is I've been doing this a long time. I think this is the first time they've ever had anything. N- nothing wrong with Greenville, North Carolina, but it, you're 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 the coach for Northeastern or Kennesaw State or or whoever, and say, "Hey, we're playing in a, a holiday tournament." Guys are going Bahamas, Hawaii, <laughs> Greenville, North Carolina. Just saying, but it's a good opportunity for the Pirates to play some basketball. Hey. It- you, you just gave us a weather report. Isn't it going to be like uh, 85 and beautiful. sunny next week or something? It's going to be beautiful this weekend. Get through tonight. We're not playing tonight. Sunday, it'll be beautiful. A great day to come out and support the Pirates. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun basketball. A lot of good. It's college basketball, and this is what it's supposed to be, these tournaments like this, regardless of where they're played. I'm joking about the Hawaii and Bahamas. Well, no, you're not. But Okay. Uh, <laughs> But no, it's it's really a good opportunity because this is this is going to set the teams up and give them a taste of what it'll be like in their conference tournament, yeah. And hopefully in the postseason tournaments beyond the conference. So it's a good little taste of what what's to come. Plus, it'll give East Carolina maybe a chance to 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 really figure out. Okay, guys, these are three games we should win right now. You know, Coach Schwartz and his staff have done a great job recruiting. Uh, R.J. Felton's playing lights out right now, but he can't be the only one. I hopefully Brandon will be back on Sunday. Um, you know, regardless, if you lose a player, you the next guy's got to step up and play, and uh, that's where the Pirates are at right now. They've got to learn to keep, learn to win, and learn to be the predator instead of the one that's being hunted. There you go. Morgan Ayler's joining us. Pirate Radio Live Line. Looking forward to Pirate Hoops Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Looking forward to Pirate Football on Saturday. And uh, I mean that, Morgan. I'm excited that they're uh, coming off a win. Chance to get two in a row here. They've played Navy tight. 
uh, since Blake Harrell's been here. And it's just going to be, can that defense hold up against the option? And can our offense and Andrew Conrad do enough to put points on the board? They did it last week against FAU. That that was one of the best defensive performances, Morgan, we've seen in a long time here. really was. And they did a great job of shutting down their star receiver. I think Western's his name. and uh, Did a great job of shutting him down. And really just, uh, I think they, they saw a mismatch on paper of what they could do by you know, disguising the blitz in a lot of different packages. And they really just got in the backfield a whole bunch last week and really shut them down. And their offense, although they didn't score touchdowns, they put in position to kick field goals, which, again, you take the points any way you can get them, and hopefully that'll be enough. And it was last week. And uh, I got a good feeling about the, the Navy game tomorrow for the Pirates to make it two in a row. Let's uh, get that one and then see what we can do here at home against Tulsa to wrap up the season. Morgan Ayler is joining us. Morgan, uh, wish the 12-team playoff was happening this year. We'll have to wait a year, uh, but the uh, two-lane green wave would be in if it was in this year. And now we start to look at what is this four-team playoff going to look like. Some interesting games with Washington and Oregon State. Can Washington keep it up? Uh, Georgia has Tennessee this week and uh, they are trying to avoid an upset so you got teams uh, still jockeying for position and really trying to keep their position as we get here late in the year yeah i think tennessee still struggling trying to find their quarterback and i i think georgia's really really good i've watched them a couple times this year kirby smart uh, has really put together a program down there and sort of taken the mantle from alabama a little bit at least as of right now and uh you know but you, you're right. You can any team can can beat anybody else, especially in the SEC. It seems like uh, that'll be a good matchup. Washington's playing really well. They just stretch the field so much with Michael Penix Jr. the quarterback, and he does a really good job of just extending it. And a lot like uh, Tennessee did last year with with Hendon Hooker. Yeah. Uh, they basically their offense is okay. We've got you know eight wideouts that can run a 4-3, and we're just going to shoot them down the field. Eventually, they're going to outrun you. You guys will get tired, and we're going to catch the ball. And that's what Washington does a really good job of, and they've been very successful at it. Um, you know, I think they're, uh, they've are they got a really good shot at, at, at winning it out. Uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting thing. I, I do think, though, you got five or six teams that are there, but it wouldn't shock me to see somebody come up and knock one of those two teams off and screw things up the last couple of weeks. We shall see. Morgan Ayler's joining us. Morgan, one more question on ECU and Navy before we wrap it up. Total 30 and a half. If you were a betting man, you going over or under 30 and a half ECU and Navy? If I were a betting man, hmm. Hmm. I would say over. All right. Robert just put 17 to 6 Navy in the chat, which is why uh, he came to mind. He's going 23 total points. Morgan says, give me the over. What's that? East Carolina scores three offensive touchdowns tomorrow. Light it up. Let's go. There you go. Morgan Aylers has spoken. Uh, Morgan, what you got going on this weekend, man? Actually, right now I am uh, out of Chicago School. They've got their middle school dance. I'm honored to play out here tonight for that. And then uh, tomorrow nada zippo nothing gonna watch football all day long and uh then sunday we're gonna uh, call a basketball game there you go the weekend is set for morgan aylers thanks for joining us morgan we will uh chat with you in a couple weeks because we'll be off next friday hope you have a good happy thanksgiving and uh, we'll catch up with you again soon sounds good thanks a lot and happy thanksgiving to everybody there thank you morg there is morgan aylers joining us on the pirate radio live line uh the people want it and we're going to give it to them. 
Danny Beal makes his return to Pirate Radio Live when we return. Get in your Danny Beal questions now. We'll talk to Danny. We'll have our giveaway, a case of Bud Light. We also have Mark Greenelch coming up later this hour. More to go. Pirate Radio Live when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Heating Black, uh, Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs, so you don't miss a single uh, second of the action. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at Dubuck. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. <laughs> no so what was that? Uh, Dave's uh, Instagram, or what was he Snapchat, showing? Snapchat. Snapchat. Snapchat, yep. So Dave, I'm going to try it. Kasanganai. Did you hear me just say it? I bless said it perfectly. Uh, our yeah, buddy, God bless you. <laughs> Dave Kasanganai, um, had videos of him with the tennessee basketball program in maui yeah. at the beach yeah and uh and good for him as he is part of that basketball staff but i just showed danny a picture of our <laughs> watch along from the aac baseball tournament myself chandler and dave you guys all look so stressed out <laughs> it was a stressful game yeah. at that time it was six to five yeah, in the eighth I, inning i don't, don't want to think about that did you pitch in that game you we won probably I pitched in like every game that week. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, hey, memorable week down there in uh, in Tampa. Clearwater. Clearwater, Florida. 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 Danny, where you been? Uh, we had a little bit of practice today. Been in the field since like 1230. Just got out. Came straight over here. Get the get the game back together a little bit. <laughs> but uh, no, we've just had a little meetings and lift all day and ready to get to the weekend. You had a couple of questions from Jamie, one from Tyler. Jamie says, Danny, where the hell have you been? Do you think it's okay to be mailing in your NFL picks for so many weeks and not being present? Listen, Jamie, I'm in third right now, first of all. I'm not mailing in anything. The fact is that I'm still making picks. At least I haven't gone AWOL and just not sent them in. I appreciate it. I'm that. still a part of the squad. And yeah, so I'm sorry I haven't been on to actually physically make the picks, but I'm in third right now. By the way, did you get the note that this week Eagles Chiefs is worth two points? And I'm with you. You and me are on the Chiefs. That's it. I like it. Yep. Big fan. All right. Uh, Tyler says, Danny, have you picked out your walk-up song yet? No. I am i don't know what I want it to be. I really like John Wayne from last year, the song by Whiskey Myers. But I also kind of want to do every year a different song, just kind of change up the vibe a little bit. 
Um, there's a couple. There's a Here for a Good Time is kind of on my radar, which is a really kind of laid back song, which I like. But I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Okay. Uh, are you a change your song mid season guy, or do you stick with it? Like, what's your policy there? Indifferent. I mean, okay. if if you feel the need to, if like if you're pitching or hitting that bad, then I guess change you up the vibe a little bit. Up. I mean, yeah, Moylan did it and it worked for him, and I'm pretty sure I did it when I was a sophomore, I think. So I'm I'm indifferent to it. Uh, is this the first time you've been here since blowing the Purple Gold World Series? I think it is. I think the last time I was here was the draft, and I was talking all that crap, and then I blew it. Yeah, straight uh, down the toilet. We've had and and uh, we've had McChrystal on. We've had some other guys. We've had a lot of gold members on. Or wait, were you purple or gold? You were purple. Purple, yeah. Yeah. A lot of gold on uh, celebrating the demise of Danny Beal and purple. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were. Then. They're all mad I didn't pick them. But, hey, you got to game three. You won one game. Had a nice comeback in game that one, That game right? was unbelievable. Had I mean, I don't want to say had no business, but a freshman getting that big of a swing off put us in that position. But just like uh, just like the Texas series, you win game one and can't close them out. Got to close them out. Hate it. Hate it for us. Uh, Let's do a little exercise here because people do uh, enjoy the baseball talk. How uh, And we got some song suggestions coming in again, and we'll get to that in a moment. I did some superlatives with the guys the other day. If you could give me your your fall all-star. So we'll start with fall MVP for the Pirates. Who was it? Fall MVP. Huh. I'm going to give you a newcomer MVP and a... Well, we actually have that. We have newcomer of the year offensively and defensively. I'll, I'll just give you... I'll give you overall then. Okay. Uh, MVP overall is Zach Root for me. Okay, might be biased because I'm a pitcher, but he had an 0.89 fall ERA, which is like unheard of for fall pitchers because normally in the fall you're facing your own team. They kind of know what your stuff is, and for him to dominate like he did still is unbelievable. Um, but yeah, Zach Root was absolutely dominant. Like every single time he went out, it was a show that he put on. And uh, Parker and JC spoke very highly of the lefties' work when yeah. they were here earlier this week. Uh, how about? And I did an offensive and defensive, or excuse me, offensive and pitching player of the fall. So give me the offensive player of the fall, and then other than Root, the uh, pitcher of the fall. All right. Uh, offensive, you can go a multitude of ways. You can go Chaz Myers, who's a newcomer, who's really, really can swing it. Star is, I feel like, a consensus easy pick. Um, you know, Bristol Carter's a good leadoff guy. Carter hit the crap out of the ball, fall. Um for me, offensively, the best guy that I saw swing the bat would have to be Jazz Myers. Okay. Tearing the cover off it. Always, that guy gives you competitive bat every single time he steps up there. What arm impressed you outside of Root throughout the fall? Hmm. Um, now, I know not everybody threw the whole yeah. time. So he Obviously, I mean, you got the Shank and Jake where they only threw one, you know, one weekend, but they're still throwing live, and their stuff is ticked up a ton, and they look phenomenal, and obviously... I feel like Trey is kind of everybody's like, oh my god, I can't wait for, to see Trey pitch. Yeah. Um, I try, I'm trying to think of a guy that you guys might not necessarily know to look out for. Um, Aaron Groller is a really good lefty. He's from Seton Hall. Um, he's we we mess with him because Coach Godwin called him like a savvy vet because he's a fifth year and one of the first meetings. And we always like he's not it's not Aaron to us anymore. It's hey, what's up, savvy vet? <laughs> and we always just mess with him. But Aaron's really good. Um, Ethan Norby is phenomenal. He's a really good, really good young guy that you can guys can look out for in the next couple of years. Um, same thing with Jackson DiLorenzo, but there's a lot of guys. I'm really excited for this staff, and obviously offensive, it's 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 going to look really good. 
who was the uh defensive player of the fall i've heard about an outfielder that was throwing everybody out <laughs> yeah that chance hall has a hose really 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 good defender um and the runners have no chance not never had one never even if they could have left early and they wouldn't have a chance just saying and his name's chance right no chance chance yeah no chance yeah i like the middle i think co-mvp joey Bruni and jake Sterling. all right it you gotta have that good up the middle combo wall up the middle all right uh let's see any other uh superlatives for the fall um got anything i guess Coach? rookie of the year no you already said it norby right did we do the newcomers we kind of yeah i mean yeah, you I named say, a bunch of them i would say yeah pitcher newcomer be norby and then um hitting newcomer be Chaz. jamie says is danny throwing yet yeah you've been throwing yeah i threw i took the first half to fall off and then through the back half and we're winding down now and i'll have next week off and then a bunch of us will get built up over uh winter break so. so big week starting for you on sunday right we call it a week it's a it's more three days but okay. yes it is it is a week for us and it's it's a lot but we're excited um it is it is mission week the time of the year that everybody loves to be around but freshmen are nervous as they should be and all the guys are just as nervous as they always have been but we're excited it should be a we the teams are really really nice i i, I am very excited about my team um but yeah, we're we're excited. It should be should be a fun little 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 event. Can you tell us uh, some of the events you do? I know there's a lot of uh, competition, right? Yeah, it's it's a combination of just absolute suck, and then there's some fun stuff. Like we'll play dodgeball. Um, we could play dodgeball. <laughs> there's been years where we've played like ultimate football, ultimate frisbee, which I really like. Um, and then there's the events where it's like you're doing like plate pushes pencil rolls um you know we'll go to the weight room and we'll do like squats push-ups um chin-ups all that good stuff so it's it's a multitude of stuff but it's it's nice it's it's a nice little thing to get everybody to kind of compete in a, an environment where they haven't really done it before and it's just nice to see how people react to tough situations especially the young guys yeah i mean you get through that and then you get to eat for thanksgiving and and kind of settle down a little mm -hmm. bit right yeah get That's to go home right after so it's awesome when do you get kind of really cranked back up so it's like middle of february you start with real games like when does the kind of intensity hit again is it sometime in january is it early february yeah i mean we'll have like workouts and stuff uh when we get back from thanksgiving it's more it's more just like a individual stuff kind of the thing we're doing right now and that'll go till first or second week of december that's when we finish up with finals and then when we get back we normally hit the ground running pretty fast we'll do some workouts bullpens because pitchers have been throwing so we'll kind of just try to get back into the swing of things and then third or fourth week of january we're scrimmaging again so we'll have a, probably a month or three weeks worth of scrimmages and then mid of february it's go time uh we got a football question here joe says clip big fan of your post game show since jmu came to town to play the pirates in football that wasn't a fun game for us <laughs> yeah, i was about to say he said i really liked houston when he was our head coach at jmu so he's put he's saying all that so i'll answer his question what did you think of the pre-game day crowd in Harrisonburg today? I didn't see it, Joe. I didn't see it either, Joe. But I am assuming that uh, that place is going to be rocking, and I have been giving James Madison a ton of props, not just with football, but the fact their basketball team went to Sparty and beat Michigan State in overtime. You got a classic letdown game coming up next. They go they to won. Kent State, won in double overtime. Phenomenal. And at last check, we're 3-0 and top 25. I don't know what they've done since then. So 
Yeah, I've been giving JMU their flowers, as the kids say. Forgot to ask Brian North, James Madison grad, about game day being at James Madison. But yeah, I'm jealous. I'm, I'm happy for you guys, and I know it's going to be a good crowd tomorrow. I, I do have a question for you and Joey, though, and Shirley can answer as well. What do you think, or what are your thoughts at least, on the NCAA not approving their waiver for bowl? eligibility tough luck getting a conference it is a stupid rule but it is a rule i and our old social media guy from my sophomore year 2022 made a good point on twitter i saw today just because you guys are better than you expected does not mean that the ncaa should just approve your waiver just because you're good yeah, yeah. i mean great, and it, yes i agree i stupid wish rule. ucf would listen to that just because you had a yeah. great year doesn't mean you're a national champion stupid rule should not be in play in the future but don't just disapprove it this year, but just because JMU is good and deserves to be in a bowl, like it just just wear it. It sucks, but deal honestly, with it. it's almost better if you don't go and play in a big bowl game because you could always say we would have won that game. Yeah, rather than going and getting and beat, getting your doors blown off. Yeah. By, a, by a power five. Bowl. You can always say that we were undefeated and should have had the right to be in the playoff or be in the Cotton Bowl, and. And you can say that forever. And people be like, yeah, you're right. You should have. It's the same thing with you. It's a great point, Joey, because it's like the same thing with you. I remember when we went and played them a couple years ago, and we went to the bounce house, and it says national champions. I'm like, that <laughs> just their, does not count. On their stadium. Literally, nice. like, like under the press box. It's like, no. <laughs> 2017 <laughs> national champions. No, sure aren't. You didn't play in that game. If you want to make a fake sign, go for it. Yeah, we should but. just put national champions in Omaha 8 on the scoreboard <laughs> and see what everybody says. Nobody's going to tell us no. no. We Su- believe it. <laughs> Super regional champions yeah. over Texas. Yeah. Uh, Tyler says, dodgeball with baseball players? Nah, I'm out. There's a, There have been videos of it in the past where you just see guys just getting absolutely pelted in the face. It's actually really funny. In the Real dodgeballs? Yeah. Real dodgeballs? Yeah, what I mean, not like not like balls. the red rubber ones that you use in like elementary oh, school, they're but they're like dodgeballs. What are you like foam? tough guy? Like I don't, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like you're gonna use foam balls or dodgeballs? They're foam. like they're like the. I'm sure they're not nerf. You know, like high school, like the ones that are like covered in that like they're different you colors. Called the foam balls, yeah. right? Yeah, are you gonna be playing in those? Yeah. Okay, those hurt. Yeah, not as much as the red balls. I mean, we're not uh, trying to kill each other. So, uh, so what are we looking at here? I'm, I'm looking up dodgeballs on Amazon. Yeah, they're just like those. Those right there. Those are perfect. Aren't they real? They're not real? No, what are you but saying? he's talking about, like, you know, like the old red ones that, oh, have, yeah. like old canvas, that ones. have, like, canvas on the outside of it? Yeah. Yeah, like, like they really hurt you get hit in the you face, get... you're, like, you're, like, going home from school that day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So these are more smooth on They're small. They're probably, like, this big. Okay. Yay big. Smooth. They're not nearly as hard. They have foam inside of them. Like normally with the red ones, you had to pump them up with like a pump. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You play kickball with them. You can't play kickball. With so are you calling them soft? No, I'm not calling. That's about to say you come they're, to Mission Week. They are. I would love my, to play dodgeball. Take my place. Please, <laughs> be my guest. <laughs> you, you I should, let's, man. Let's, let's, let's I should. You should rush that arm up for the <laughs> season. I, t- tell you what. Tell you what. You take the off day tomorrow. I'll come to the fifth quarter, and then you just do what I do Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. How's that sound? You got to bounce no, at the no, buck no. all week too. Yeah, you got to. So that gonna... means after t- tonight, you have to go in for my shift, and then wake up in the morning uh, to come here. Pre- yeah, our mission week starts tomorrow at uh, 8 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. If I get a written consent form from Coach Godwin, <laughs> this is actually happening. All right. Uh, we should do more life swaps around here. Uh, just, <laughs> just trade places for a few days. Oh my I still goodness. would love to see, like, DB at the plate. I mean, at the mound, and all of us get an at-bat. I'm telling you, we could do we could do that. We could do a play yeah. like that. I don't I'm, know I'm not going to hit the ball, but I, I would still how. like to get the at-bat. That would be cool. Probably have to sign a waiver or something, but. 
We need to set that so up. I, if I accidentally hit you guys, I'm going to feel really bad. Just video record me saying I can sense this. If I get hurt, it's all good. Could you lower it to like maybe 80s or something for I us? Could, I could no, throw it slower. I want to see a real ball. Do you hit lefty or righty? I I'm a righty. You're a lefty? Yeah. Shirley, oh, what man. are you? Shirley's a righty. I'm a righty. Oh, boy. Shirley's got the are best you gonna chance. Are going to hit me? No, I'm not gonna. But I'm not. I don't saying. crowd the plate. I'm gonna be way off the plate. That's fine. I'll just I'm gonna th- give you the outside. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be off the plate. I just oh, want to see it go past. I me. think I genuinely think this would be like a really funny video idea we could yeah, do in the exactly. spring before the season. Just you guys get. Every out time there. you come in, we think of funny videos, and they just we're never, we're never gonna do it. Now so it's a great idea. Yeah. If we lace, double, oh, I'm down. If we lace doubles down the line, would you let us put that video out? Well, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, give them good film to watch. All I'll right. be a punch be like, this guy sucks. Danny, thanks for joining us, man. I'm here for you guys. We, uh, we'll we take a break. We'll come back. As we do, Shirley, we need to make somebody a winner right about now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Wild Power Radio, get the pizza awesome. All right, 317-1250. Caller 12 must be 21 or older. You can win a case of Bud Light. 317-1250. Caller 12 is a winner. We're back with more Pirate Radio Live on a Friday after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903 and both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. And congratulations to Chad Carwine of Greenville was our free beer Friday free woohoo free beer Friday big winner. Now back to you Clip. Big winner. Congratulations. All right, welcome back in to the program. We'll be on with you bright and early tomorrow on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. At the same time, the Golf Shop show will be going on, and uh, you can hear that online uh, tomorrow. We'll not be on Pirate Radio due to our Bud Light pregame tailgate, but Mark Greenhelge Golf Shop show joins us uh, here on Pirate Radio Live. Greeny, how you doing on this Friday? I'm doing great, Clip. How you doing? Hey, doing good. Uh, Greeny, tell folks uh, outside of uh, Pirate Radio, where you can usually hear this program, uh, where they can hear uh, the golf shop tomorrow. Yeah, just go to our site, go to thegolfshopshow.com, and there's a listen live option. Just click on that link, and away you go. All right. Easy enough. Uh, Greeny, do we have any golf news this week? Uh, I saw some news regarding Rory McIlroy this week. Yeah, uh, Rory's another one of those guys that always seems to be in the news. He has stepped down from the uh, Player Advisory Council, so basically from the board, uh, citing just a lack of time. I mean, really saying that if he wants to be more prepared heading into things like Augusta National next year, that he needed to take a couple things off of his plate. And, you know, he's, he's got a lot of commitments around family, fatherhood, and also with this TGL league. So it made sense that he kind of backed out of something, and that was the easiest thing to back out of. So 
Uh, I don't think that they've re- named a replacement for him yet, but uh, very forthcoming with the reason why he stepped down from that board position. Greeny, any uh, tournaments to follow? Anything you're following in the uh, golf world this weekend? Well, you know, with the RSM Classic down in Sea Island, Georgia, it's the last regular season event, uh, mostly for the guys that didn't qualify for the signature events next year. So 51 through 60 on that points list are very key. Also, all the way down to 150 on that list, the top 125 get full status for next year. So they get into those non-signature events. And then the next 25 guys, through, so through 150, get a conditional status so that when uh, you do have some openings, for instance, like in a Myrtle Beach event next year, that those guys have the opportunity to get into those kind of events on the PGA Tour and be able to make their way. So a few things on the line down at the RSM this week. And, of course, over on the DP World Tour, you have their their uh, championship week. So uh, look for that to finish up over the weekend. When Greeny joins us on Fridays, we talk golf and we talk about his Clemson Tigers and his New England Patriots. Clemson this week <laughs> has North Carolina and uh, an odd year for the Tar Heels. They were looking at one point to, hey, let's win out. Let's uh, let's be in the let's beat Florida State in the championship. Let's make the playoff. And then they lost a couple in a row. Uh, they have since bounced back and are back in the top twenty. Yet Clemson, a seven and a half point home favorite against those Tar Heels, total at fifty nine and a half. So expecting some offense. What kind of game are you expecting in Death Valley coming up three thirty ESPN on Saturday? The Jekyll and Hyde of both football teams, really. Uh, you know, both had expectations coming in. Both have had some setbacks. Both have played good at times. Uh, for my Clemson Tigers, it's just a question of. How much do they screw up? Uh, you know, against Georgia Tech, they very much limited their mistakes. Other than the the uh, second and third team defense giving up some points at the end of the game, they pretty much blew the doors off of Georgia Tech. Uh, they played really well in the first half against Notre Dame, but kind of laid down a little bit in the second half and tried to give the game back to Notre Dame. So, you know, you never know what you're going to get out of that Clemson offense. The defense has been pretty much uh, steady across the board. They've shown uh, some impressive defense sometimes, a few mistakes here and there. But, man, if you have an offense that doesn't make mistakes and continues to move the football, when you make a mistake on defense, it's not that bad, you know, not that big a deal. But this could go any way. I mean, it could be a North Carolina blowout. It could be a Clemson blowout. It could be a really close game coming out <laughs> to a field goal at the end with these two teams. That's where we are with Clemson and North Carolina right now. Uh, Greeny, they still packing out Death Valley. The fans still in it, even though it's a 6-4 and four down year uh, in Clemson standards. Yeah, uh, the last couple of games. I mean, the Notre Dame game was packed. Georgia Tech was, was pretty well packed as well. So, I, I, you know, this being a 3-30 game right, right in the middle of the afternoon and uh, the last home game of the season, I feel like they're going to pack that, uh, that stadium out pretty good. Mark Greenhouse Golf Shop joining us. Greeny, how about your Patriots starting to see some reports uh, come out? And I don't know if it's rumors. I don't know if there's anything to it that Bill Belichick will not be with New England next year. So, first of all, how how accurate do you think that is? And and if 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 that is indeed true, do the Patriots stay inside the family and look for a you know a Vrabel, a, a Patriot family guy, or do they go outside the family? What do you think Robert Kraft ends up doing if Belichick's not there? That's a good question. Um, you know, you've got o- O'Brien that came back into the coach yeah. offense, who's been a who's been a coach before. You obviously you got the Josh McDaniels failure in uh, Las Vegas, and he would obviously be available. People that are familiar that the crafts are familiar with, 
Uh, I don't know. That's a really good question. I mean, the biggest problem for the Patriots, and I saw a stat today that they, you know, in the last four years, their quarterback has the least amount of time to throw the ball and their receivers are getting the least amount of uh, separation. So, I mean, that's not a recipe for success by any stretch of the imagination on the offensive side of the football. So that's really what needs to be addressed. I mean, we thought Bill O'Brien coming in to do that might, might solve that problem kind of like a Garrett Riley on the side of the Clemson Tigers offense, and neither one of them have had a great amount of success yeah. in terms of moving the football and having success on offense. So, uh, you know, the defenses on both Clemson and New England have been functioning properly, and you can't fault Bill for, Bill for that. So I don't know what direction you go with. I know Belichick's probably trying to hang around until he can break Don Shula's record for all-time wins. So it's going to be an interesting end of the season. Uh, you know, we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Could the Patriots really end up with the number one pick in the draft? <laughs> and would Bill Belichick trade it like he always trades every other pick he seems to get? That was actually <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah, uh, could could end up seeing that scenario. Mark Greenell's Golf Shop joining us here on the show. We're with you eight to noon here on Pirate Radio tomorrow, but you can uh, listen online. Greeny, what do you guys have planned for Saturday's program? Well, as always, we'll catch up with our man, Bill Bender, of the Sporting News. We'll talk a little bit of the Hero Challenge, which is what we're thinking is the first time we're going to see Tiger Woods in a while because there's still one spot available for what is considered really Tiger's event in the Bahamas. So we are going to check in with Mike Antonini and see what he's got going on, see if he has any inside knowledge going on with that. And then uh, we're also going to check in with our people down in Myrtle Beach and see how things are coming along with uh, setting up for that event down there with Darren Nelson of Myrtle Beach Golf. So lots of stuff to talk about tomorrow morning. Again, catch us at thegolfshopshow.com and click the Listen Live button. Greeny, uh, we will be off next Friday, so uh, we won't talk to you until a couple weeks. Have a great Thanksgiving. I always like to ask, uh, what's your favorite Thanksgiving side dish you're looking forward to the most coming up next Thursday? Uh, homemade mac and cheese by far. Definitely. All right. Sounds good. Sounds like a winner. Greedy, thanks for joining us, man. Have a uh, great weekend, good show, and good Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you down the road. All right. Thanks. Clip you, too. Morgan Elch Golf Shop Radio Show joining us here on Pirate Radio Live. Houston with a lead over Utah, 42-34. 16-16 left to go second half in the Charleston uh, Classic semifinal. All right, let's take a – wait, is this from uh, – oh, okay, it's from Joey. Joey said, Jamie, Eric – is that it? Jamie and Eric, you guys are neeks. Are you saying that as a compliment or an insult? As an insult because they call me whack, and then Eric added, I'm wiggity, 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 whack. Oh, wow. And Didn't I don't appreciate being wiggity, 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 whack. Didn't see that. Yeah. It's kind of disrespectful. ton of disrespect going your way. Let's take a break. We'll come back, get ready to wrap it up here on a Friday and send you off into your weekend. Back with you after this.
are listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, the Dow only gained a point and closed out the week at 34,947. The NASDAQ was up 11 points, however, at 14,125. The S&P was up 5 points at 4,514. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors uh, stock market report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, two college football games tonight on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. South Florida and UTSA in an American matchup. UTSA 6-0 in league play. My pick to win the American. And they've got a couple of hurdles left. Actually, one more hurdle before they get to Tulane, who was also undefeated in conference play. That game tonight in the Alamo Dome at 9 o'clock. And at 10.30, Coach Prime Colorado at Washington State. So uh, those are the games. Was Washington State ranked earlier this year? Yeah, because they beat Wisconsin and beat Oregon State. I'm asking that because they have lost six games in a row. Good grief. They do not have a good record for a team that was ranked pretty highly, I think, earlier this season. Uh, Houston up 11 on Utah, 14 minutes left to go in Charleston. Uh, Other games tonight in basketball. I saw Duke uh, is playing Bucknell tonight. Bucknell was a trivia question, a trivia answer on uh wednesday night at aj mcmurphy's other games uh let's see involving top 25 teams butler at michigan state stonehill at kentucky kentucky favored by 37 and a half radford at james madison uh tonight oral roberts at a m it'll be arkansas hosting greensboro north carolina will host uc riverside mercer bama valpo illinois and maryland nova that could be a good one tonight going on at 8 30 on fox sports one belmont will be at arizona so a great time of the year with the football the basketball all intermingling and uh gonna be fun joey uh let's pick some college football games real quick you said we should do more of a college football pick them on the show uh, first of all, any chance these first categories are going to be any chance. Any chance Michigan loses to Maryland tomorrow? Joey. No, no, no chance. No, no, no. Any chance BYU upsets Oklahoma tomorrow? No, but I would like that. Any chance FAU bounces back and beats Tulane tomorrow? No. I disagree. Think it, FAU bounces back? I don't. I, I'm, I like Pratt. I really like Pratt as a QB. Any chance Tennessee beats Georgia in Knoxville? Mm, they just lost to Mizzou. They are mad, but I don't think they beat Georgia. No matter how mad you are when you play Georgia. Uh, my top 10 team to lose this week is Washington on the road at Oregon State. What do you think about that? I like that. I like, you like that, that? Pick. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see who wins North Carolina at Clemson tomorrow Carolina Clemson's favorite in that game how about Louisville at the U the U trying to spoil Louisville's season top 10 right now 
Uh, I still go Louisville at NC State at Virginia Tech. Both teams four and two in conference play. Let's go Virginia Tech. Hokies at home knocking off the Wolfpack. Joey, good job today. Thank you, man. Thank you, Clip. See you early tomorrow, Shirley. We will see you bright and early as well. And you fine people. Jamie says, any chance Chon doesn't look at Wikipedia tonight to check on history at Navy? He said he's not doing that anymore. I guess I bullied him out of it <laughs> last time. The report was so bad. That's what happens when he, you set such a high bar. True. He, be able to match, match he went too, too good too soon. Mm-hmm. And could not match it his second time around. All right, we'll be with you 8 a.m. Saturday, Bud Light, pregame tailgate, taking you up to the noon kickoff and after the game, the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. And I'll be back at this microphone Monday at 3 o'clock for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. For Shirley, Joe A., the crew, I am Clip Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.